next to the intro, see? <laughs> what is this? Exploding Heads episode something? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> he doesn't know if he's on Wad Z, ABC's a hidden horror. He doesn't know what the fuck show he's on right now. I'm, Do I I'm look like Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get a shower. Some wrench rushed him. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get a shower. I'm just starting on the coffee. I haven't really had a sip. I, I'm completely out of it. Matter of fact, well, okay, it's Exploding Heads, episode 132. Thank you, sir. I'm Dave Z. I'm here with my homies Christian and Brandon. <laughs> my homies. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's yeah. never as good as yours, but I just want Marco to be prepared that that's what it's going to be soon. I'm taking over as head host. Fuck Finland. <laughs> <laughs> I love, by the way, I don't, I shouldn't say that. I always, I have to correct myself. I love Finland. Just fuck that Finnish fuck is the more proper way of doing it. Oh. Right? Hashtag FTFF. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like how I'm the opposite. I, I love this Canadian, but fuck Canada. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, why fuck Canada? Um, well, obviously I'm joking, but the thing about Canada is um, think about just, just how the funny things that I talk. As a matter of fact, speaking of Canada, did you know that you could get a job in um in Mississauga, and it's uh for and it pays not I don't know how Canadian money goes exactly with the you know birds and, birds. and how Lots much a birds. dollar. Lots of birds. You know. <laughs> How I know there's about loonies and toonies and all that. I just don't know the you know the uh, exchange rate and how far a dollar goes and and all that other stuff. So, but it's getting stronger. It, it pays almost. It post all. It pays almost fifty thousand dollars a year, and it's a job. You could be a candy taster, and all you do is taste fucking candy and sweets and chocolate and shit. Did you know about this? No, that sounds like more like it would be in Finland. It's like oh, thank you so much for the god chocolate. That's not Finland, but I, I, I might as well Do just make it Finland. they pay for the surgery when they have to remove your feet and your toes? 50000 would probably be the equivalent of a thirty-seven dollars to $40,000 job in the States. So that, that's not bad. I mean, to eat candy. Rough. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's in Mississauga. So, I mean, I don't know I don't what know Mr. Her. I don't know. Her. Yeah, I know. I don't know what Mr. Saga has to say about You're it. But she's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said that all my life. That's one of those yeah. things about Canada. I'm always busting Canada's balls because they have these weird. Matter of fact, we used to have. We, I used to have. We do. Fucking Dumais. Dumais Canadian names instead of dumbass because we knew a kid. We knew a kid and a hockey player. His name was Jerry Dumais. D U M A I S. And then we were watching hockey all the time, and you see all these strange last names. So it just became an expression, dumbass Canadian names. Then it became Dumais Canadian names, because if you're in Can- if you're mm-hmm. Canadian, instead of saying dumbass, you're going to say Dumais. It became this whole thing. But Canada does have a lot of strange names in it. You, you can't. Names. You can't. You started this with Mississauga. You've got Mississippi. What the fuck the difference? <laughs> oh, no. I don't know Mr. Sippy. <laughs> Mr. Sippy. Right You're back right. at you. I never think of that. Mississauga, Mississippi. You're right. That's fair. It never even occurred to me, though. Wow. Wyoming. I I was... Wyoming. Fuck. Idaho. Iowa. What What the fuck? Shouldn't just Wyoming... amalgamate that. Amalgamate Shouldn't it to... Wyoming start with a Y? <laughs> Shouldn't it... Just amalgamate it to one state that no one gives a fuck about in the middle of the, in the middle of their country. I just Wyoming, Wyoming starts with a W. It should be W-Oming. <laughs> W-Oming. Yeah. Wyoming should be Kansas, a movie. fuck it. There should be a character 
And at the end of the movie, they like they're like, Wyoming, why? You know, <laughs> See, Christian's exactly. right though. Christian's right though. If you're not on a coast, if you're not on west or east coast, really those middle states don't matter. Yeah. That's where a lot of the crazies are. And they're That's where most of the crazies are. Well, yeah. I don't know about that. Or border, know. or border, California. border ones. Except for maybe North Dakota. California's <laughs> on a coast. Florida's on a coast. And they're fucking wackadoos. You know? Think That's about they're wackadoos, but well, California's safe wackadoos. They're just safe. Like... There's more serial killers from California than anywhere. Every time there's a serial killer, fucking in the seventies and eighties, they ravaged California. People Son of Sam. Son of Sam, right out of California. What's that? Who? Son Sam. of Sam, right out of wow. California. Wow. <laughs> New York some. That was all New York, too. Oh, man. But, the New York um, Ripper? Yeah. The Boston Strangler. How about the Boston Strangler? You can't forget him. Yeah. Um, right out of Syracuse. <laughs> the what about Syracuse? I don't, know why. Um, I don't know why Syracuse came out of my head. Yeah, the Syracuse Strangler. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, here's something else about Canada. What did I say before about, okay, Mississauga is a weird Dumb name, names. but who countered yeah. Mississippi? Okay, that's fine. Um, damn, what's the other one? Um, what's that? Winnipeg is, I always thought it was a ridiculous sounding name. Winnipeg, you know, it's like a prize. Winnipeg! You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I don't know if it's as stupid as Wyoming or, or Wyoming or whatever the How fuck it's us? called. How about us? Winnesconsin. Winnoning Rider. Yeah. Winnesconsin. New Mexico. You hated the other one. Why create a new one? There's, hey, there's two border a, walls. They created a new Finland right in Canada, too. So there. You're right. For Marco. <laughs> no, it's Foundland. Newfoundland. Oh, sure. That's the one time you pronounce something correctly. The other way it's spelled. And the other time it's fucking... Well, it's this. No, it's actually pronounced this way, you know? Oh, like like New Orleans? It's New Orleans. No, it's New Orleans. New Orleans. Fuck you. Nobody nobody here is going to argue in favor of anyone from Louisiana, so yeah. you're not going <laughs> to. Really. That's, that's probably the first state to go. Fuck you, hatchet fodder. Boom. <laughs> I know people. I have people in New Orleans, and the, the whole Nolens thing is just a fucking... It's a pride thing. It, yeah. it, it's a thing. It's for that. It's just the way their, you know, their accent is. So they've they've just embraced it. Nolens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that awful, stupid, horrible <laughs> accent, inbred accent. Cut yeah. that state right. Cut that L right out. Cut it out. Anything south of Detroit should just be burned. <laughs> <laughs> Starting with Florida, even though it's the furthest south. <laughs> That is the craziest place, though. The, the, the crazy crimes that come out of Florida on a daily basis, you wouldn't believe it. I think most I mean, of the porn comes out of Florida, though, so we got to keep that channel safe. Oh, yeah. and, and those Florida and, women are crazy, I hear. Indeed. Indeed. The other thing Milf, about Canada, Milf hunters from there. I'm just kidding. Is it? Well, I don't know. I just, another thing about Canada. Enlighten me. Because I always learn shit from you about my own country. And I'm not, I'm not being... <laughs> No, I'm not being. I'm, I'm being I legit. Very yeah. big on choirs. Did you know that? <laughs> I did. That part I did not know. The choir part, the Dave things. Heather and I were talking. We're like, I, I think he's crazy. <laughs> I'm actually kidding. I put words in Heather's oh. mouth. She never said that. <laughs> Listen, 
I've given you proof. I, I, I've cited. I, I wish I could. They, they will pop up on YouTube. I should just get more. I should get more deeper in the weeds on some of those Canadian commercials. But they always had that singing. Just like I even mentioned it a few weeks ago that in Black Christmas, when they were singing the freaking, what do you call it? The kids outside were even doing it. And those were children. The, the, the Christmas oh, carols? How are you Instead supposed of, to sing them? They weren't doing the Mariah Carey thing at that point. Like, that's how you sing uh, a Christmas carol. No. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. Yes, but not children. Not children. They don't sing that way. Children what? can't just sound like kids. You know what I mean? These are fucking kids. They make them sound like the fucking opera singers of uh, Carnegie Hall or some shit. I don't Can know. we get you Marco know? to come in as head host? Wanna, I don't want to hear shitty kids <laughs> singing outside my house. I want to hear legit yeah. Classically trained operatic kids singing at my front door. Yeah, you want some and green? Want, sing. And I want to be like, get the fuck off my porch. I'm a Jew, you fucking goy bastard. <laughs> yeah, you should be going, ha hong, ha hong. How do you, like, you're supposed to. <laughs> if not, you would pay for it. Top dollar. <laughs> no. I should have read from, like, uh, like when you're doing your bar mitzvah and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I am coming in. Very flummy. Here's what I want to ask you. Now, okay, let's talk about. Well, one more thing, Mrs. No, not Mrs. Saga. <laughs> I, I don't like the fact that they have an Oshawa and an Ottawa in the same country. It's always bothered me. Same country, same <laughs> province. Why does that bother you? What? How much time do you spend on this shit? I did hear that. Ottawa like, and Ottawa. Why can't you call it something else? It's always bothered. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. it just, I'm like, that's ridiculous. Why that's, would you have an Oshawa? How many Fayettevilles do you guys have? Or Fayettevilles, or however you say. Like, but that's you go not in a every... state or a province. You know what I'm that's saying? The... That's a major part. Do you guys have an provinces... Oshawa <laughs> Those are two separate cities. Do I have a what? Oshawa tree. <laughs> that was funny. How, I missed it the first time. Sorry, I was so enraged. How many rage. provinces? Don't know how many provinces are in Canada. How many? I don't know. Seven, that I if I'm remembering, if I'm remembering my geography correct. Would you say seven? Yeah, I think that's right. And two, no. two territories. Really? Yeah. So there's. We, 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 we go through them. We got BC, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Ontario, Quebec. I'm wrong. Because there's more than seven. Because then we've got uh, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, and uh, Newfoundland, and PEI, I guess. Because it's a, so ten. How big is it, um, like geographically compared it's to the United the, States? Uh, oh, it's bigger than the geographically. It's larger than the United States. So uh, it's it's larger, one of the largest. It's, it's wow. one of the largest countries geographically. But remember, that's incorporating a lot of the northern northern territory. But uh, uh, population wise, we're like a. Uh, a 10% of what you guys have. We have like uh, 37, 38 million. So you have a lot oh, that's of clean, awesome. You got a lot of clean air and a lot of nice looking land is what you're saying. I and, we that's basically, why, and we basically Why do you think I rub it in everything. each and every fucking show? <laughs> it's true. He's right. And it's true. I do. See, that's, those are the parts about Canada I love. I, I always praise it for this and that and the other thing. But at the same, in, in the same coin, I also make fun of a lot of like ridiculous things that I, that I hear and see that come out of it. That's all it is. And, and I will take back what I said because I'm thinking about the Charlie Brown Christmas special. When they sing at the end of that show, they also kind of sound like adults. You know what Charlie Brown and the Peanuts gang are singing? Hark the Herald Angels The, the what gang? <laughs> the Peanuts gang. <laughs> <laughs> that, they, they must have come out of Florida. 
Dave, Dave, now I'm I'm surprised you're defending From it the and, balls. Not, and changing your mind on it and not yelling about the fact that your cartoon kids should so- sound like cartoon kids. What's well, that I'm trying to say? In that in that instance they don't. When they start singing hearts, you should be angry about it. Well, that part is ridiculous, but I was always <laughs> check it out though. Every time I watch that scene, I always laughed as a kid and still do because the way they sing and then what their mouths do. I'm so focused on the funny animation that I wasn't thinking about the vocals. Because you know what they do when they're singing? They go, loo, 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 and they're holding up their heads. And then all of a sudden, they take like a breath and they go, you know what I'm talking about? And then their mouths open back up again. It's ridiculous looking. I love it. But oh, man. I'm pretty sure they do sound like adults when they do Heart the Herald Angels. Or Old oh, Christmas Tree. Sorry. Sorry. Wrong song. Hark the Herald was in, um, what do you call it, um, Black Christmas, and Oh Christmas Tree is what they sing in, yeah. Oh Christmas, I don't know. Either way, there are there, there's a lot of funny things in Canada. I Dave, can't help do, it. Do you, you need Christian and I to be here for this? He's having an argument with himself. I don't know. What do you think, Dave, too? Do you see? That's how my mind works all fucking day long. That, that it's, Guys, that, we need it, to take it, a break. Dave needs his shower. No wonder, yeah, no wonder your wife's dying to get into the shower. If the stop oh. process is happening. <laughs> she said thank you, by the way. She says thank Christian, she told me. <laughs> because I told her what happened. Because first of all, we were supposed to do this on Friday night. And then it got postponed again to to, 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 our, to Sunday morning. So here we are, Sunday morning. I get Liar. up, I set my alarm. My wife sets my her alarm. I, I, whatever the deal is, I get upstairs. We find out these guys start texting. Usually, it doesn't happen that way. They're like, "Hey, what's up? Christian's awake. Brandon's awake. You know, time limits. Everything else." Okay, I'm like, "Well, I guess Christian, I, I'll skip the shower. I'll make the coffee now. You can be the wrench." <laughs> no, he said, "I'll be the wrench." <laughs> I'm the wrench, everybody. Yes, but then when I told the wrench that you said you were going to be the wrench, he said, "Tell him I tell him I said thank you." <laughs> So, and guess what? She's showering this very second. I'm Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Thinking of me. <laughs> yeah. You thinking can't of you. say that. I don't care what she's thinking of, as long as I, as long as she don't do nothing about it. Honestly. You know how many times did you have you fucked one woman and thought of? I ah, forget about it. I don't even <laughs> We're not gonna get it. And it's like. Woo. Yeah, I don't want to get down, go down that road. Holy cow. Don't go down that road. Now, uh, Brandon, here, here's, here's something. I, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and I'm going to go from Canada to Judaism to ask you a question. When, to, to be fair, when this is over, you guys can question me all you want about anything. But here's the, here's the thing I don't understand, and it's probably going to sound rather ignorant, but if I wanted to become Jewish, I could tomorrow. Not tomorrow, but I could transition to become Jewish, correct? You could transition. You have to have your penis enlarged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> enlarged? <laughs> I think we'll be taller enlarged. than him. <laughs> we Jews, we carry around the, you carry a big stick. Well, that's, that's not what I, that's I, not what I heard. Right? No, it's not. Yeah, you could. Yeah. My cousin, my cousin converted. So here's what's she... confusing about me. About, about the whole Jewish thing. I don't understand... Now, if I can convert to 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 to, uh, to Judaism, how come there's always these stereotypical like there is for everybody things about Jewish people with the um the way they talk, the way they look, um like there is with everybody. If I become Jewish, I don't become that. 
the question. There, there is a religion and there's also a race, correct? And this has always confused me. Yeah, you wouldn't be accepted into, like, the Orthodox community. They, they're very big with Soul Glow. <laughs> Soul Glow! <laughs> Let it shine! So that's what I, I don't, that's what I don't get. You, uh, to be Jewish is a race and a religion, and it's always confused me. And I never asked anybody, but I'll ask you. A race? Well, no or not. That's what I'm, that's what I'm confused about. How can people say, oh, that guy, okay, this is, how can that guy's got a big Jew nose, they say? What does that have to do? Is that just something completely made up? Do Jewish I think, people I think that's made up. This is or Jew fro. How about a Jew fro? What does that mean? Is that uh, is that something that has to do with, like, or a race, like I'm Italian? Or does it have to do with a religion, like I'm, you know, Christian Catholic? That's what confuses me about about, about the whole Jewish thing. Now I'm, I'm always, confused. I'm, I'm sure I've never I'm really thought about you're confusing me. <laughs> well, you okay? What's your race? My race? Yeah. Uh, I am. Uh, I am African American. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, I, <laughs> you're a boxer going. check. When you my my, my race would be Caucasian. Okay, your race would be Caucasian. Uh, uh, that's I get that part. My race would be Caucasian too, but I'm also Italian. You're Caucasian. Uh, my ethnicity would be Thank probably you. like uh, Polish, German. Um, I think there's some Irish in there. Definitely, definitely some African American below the belt going on. <laughs> so how Just does the balls? <laughs> how does all the other stuff fit in then? Like Jerusalem and um, the Holy Lands and all that stuff. That's all religious. That's just religious. Yeah. Okay. Then how come they have that accent when they talk, the old Jewish people? And they'll say, oi vey. I, I know these are stereotypes, but I'm trying to say, oh. doesn't that sound like a racial thing when, when people say all those things and eat all those foods? Doesn't that sound more like an ethnic thing than a religious thing? Or am I way yeah, off? Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I think it just depends on, you know, where they come from. Okay. But you're talking about, like, people who were born here and grow up uh, in the Hasidic community and still talk like that. See, again, I, I don't know. I, I, I haven't really been around a whole I, lot of... I mean, Oive is Yiddish. You know, a lot of people from the old country speak Yiddish. Okay, so the old country being what? The Yiddish stuff. See, he just confuses that. I shouldn't have brought it up. I don't the know. Old... Yeah, what is... I have questions. He doesn't know the... <laughs> well, the old country could be any country, I guess. It could be, you know, Jews coming from Poland or Jews coming from Israel or Jews coming... Fuck, I'm a bitch. So it's almost like a gang. It's almost like a gang. You know how gang members talk a certain way and they got gang signs and, and, and expressions and stuff? So it's kind of like that. You could be part of this Jewish gang that's from fucking this country or that country, but they all have the same type of slang and, and the same type of accent. And, and they come here. Because remember, I grew up watching Mel Brooks movies and I saw all those jokes that he always did. Yeah. And it's always the same type of, they always do the, you know what I'm talking about and other shit and and they talk about all that. I don't know. And then you see like older Jewish people and you could, here's the weird thing. Someone could say he looks Jewish. Now, how does that even exist if it's a religion? You get uh, yeah, people just stereotype based on, you know, curly hair, big noses, stuff like that. I mean, it's really just sort of like a ugly stereotype. And they all are. And I'm just using it for for reference in my question. <laughs> there you are a me? lot. Where, where's the word stereotypes, Dave? <laughs> Well, I'm saying, there's, there's, 
No, there's a lot of stereotypes about everybody. everybody. Yeah, like if you see a, like if you see somebody with a big wad of cash, be like, oh, that must be a Jew. Must <laughs> be a Jew. Well, I, I think I'm a little more informed than I was prior to asking you, which is something. But it's always been something that that's confused me, you know. And I never was comfortable asking anybody until you. So I actually, I actually, sorry, my volume is dropping in and out. I actually think I'm less informed now. <laughs> <laughs> I just threw a wrench. I threw a monkey wrench into your whole thing. The wrench. <laughs> well, I remember when Arnold tried to convert to Judaism in uh, different different strokes. And uh, it wasn't that easy. Remember he wanted those extra holidays? And he went through... <laughs> no, it's, it's a process. It's a process to, go, to convert to Judaism. You have to really commit to the religion. And most of the people... I have a cousin. My first cousin. He's married. And... Uh, his wife, she converted, and she's probably the most religious in the family. Because if wow. you convert, you're you're going wow. through a serious process of understanding religion. Whereas when my brother converted to Muslim, he literally had to recite a passage, and that was it. Wow, that's and it. He, huh? do, he doesn't <laughs> practice. He just did it because his new wife wanted to raise, you know, their kids, you know, Muslim. So the father has to be Muslim. So, wow, that's great. You know what pissed me off? I wanted to convert to Judaism because I thought that was for judo. I thought that uh, and then all of a sudden I'd be like a martial arts like fucking wizard. No, Boy, was I a, wrong? You'd be a you'd be a wizard <gasps> with your finances, not with your yeah. hands. <laughs> <laughs> then I should I should convert immediately. <laughs> Stop Man. buying stupid fucking VHS. Yeah, VHS, <laughs> CED. <laughs> CED. Go ahead. Yeah. Want to talk about CED? You've got <laughs> one. I didn't even know this freaking existed. I'm being serious. It's I a had laser. laser disc. You well, know what they it, are? No, laser discs are laser discs. This is not a laser disc. This is pre laser disc. What you've got is not a laser disc. It looks like a record. Though laser disc had the size of a record, but looked like a giant, thick, compact disc. This oh. looks like a record. It's grooved and cut like a record. It's on a, like vinyl. It's freaking crazy i didn't even know this format existed wait a minute so the thing i have is not a laser disc it's it's called no 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 and you know just by the picture wow well i checked it out i actually opened it up even though you're supposed to pop this into the player uh that's how it works but i will uh i'll show you it's crazy it it takes a little bit to get back in because of the way uh they sit there's like but look you see that visual yeah it's like a record wow it's It's grooved like a record and it's two-sided as well. It Holy is shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Try putting, that, try putting that in your Blu-ray player. <laughs> it's Why a short form. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucking lie to me. <laughs> Said it was compatible. <laughs> There's no 4K shit. Wow. Yeah, you should just pretend like somebody shrunk you and that's actually a Blu-ray. Yeah. I'll get the I'll get what it actually stands for because it's uh <laughs> shrunk me. <laughs> so wait a minute. How can you tell that the one I have just by the picture is not a laser disc or it's a CED or whatever? Just by the by the picture, they look that different. Yeah, yeah. When you Sideline? went through, when you showed your video, you said there's uh-huh. the 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 video disc. You said video disc actually, and I saw it said CD on it, I believe. And I'm like, well, that's not okay. a laser disc. That's a that's something different. I go, what the hell is that? Wow. Which led me down the rabbit hole of finding out it's CED, which is Capacitance Electronic Disc. I probably said that first word incorrectly, but uh, you can you guys can Google it and correct me later. But that wow. I honestly had no clue this format 
was in existence. And, and the first five Friday the 13th are on that. So it was RCA uh, created this format. And uh, yeah, and it was a lot of people still love them. Like there's just like laser disc aficionados, uh, VHS aficionados. There's there's a market. People love these and still play these to this day. What is that in? Is that like a like a hard case? That yeah, it's a it's yeah, it's like a hard yeah. See, that's yeah, cool. I think that's that's the appeal yeah. of collecting something like that. I mean, can you buy CED yeah. players? Yeah, wow. you can. Um, now you can. A lot, there's a lot, there's there's a ton of Facebook groups on CED, of which I've joined really? almost all of them, I think, because I'm looking for these Friday 13th ones. And I found a guy, a guy's like, I've got one and four. How about 20 bucks US each? And I said, cool, can you ship to Canada? He's like, I have no problem. Tell me what you want. I'm like, how about Friday one and four? Like, I mean, do I have to repeat it again? I said, he how said, about I have no <laughs> problem, except why the fuck do you have an Ottawa and an Oshawa? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one to send it to. And I'm like, you fucking Yankee prick. Care of Josh at Oshawa. Now that is crazy. Now that you now that you've admitted that there's only like ten provinces or less that you have an Oshawa and an Ottawa. It's just like the Rough Riders. Those are two cities. What? How many fucking cities? Yes. I don't know what. Like they're not provinces. They're cities. We named the provinces already. I got to go through school with you again. We named the provinces. (laughs) Ottawa is a city. Which is the capital of fucking Canada, but then mm-hmm. Oshawa is just another city. In the same state or in the same province? Same province, but like two Aww. that's like Are you it shouldn't be me? I'd be okay with it if they were in different provinces. Are you fucking kidding me? I can't believe they were having a have park and a barracuse. You know? I don't know. It's just barracuse. Are you what I is was a about small... to let you off the hook. But then when I found out they're in the same province, I'm like, well it's gotta be in uh where you live, right? Because I'm so familiar. No, Ottawa. Yeah. The Ottawa freaking the Senate. Ottawa. They're in Ottawa's the about right? four and a half, four hours, four and a half hours away. Uh, yeah. Oshawa, which I have no problem with, is, is about an hour, an hour, uh, fifteen minutes away. Most of our so senators are in, most of our yeah. senators are in D.C. and yours are in Ottawa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do they have? They must have senators in Canada. No, it's it's a, a thing. Uh, it, it's premiers. Uh, so there's so like team called the Ottawa Senate. Wait, no, governor, 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 premiers would be like your governors, uh, and then <laughs> yeah, and then there's like MPs and, and whatnot for for that level. So there are senators in Canada, is, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, like the, okay. the equivalent. Yes, I, I I have no problem with that team name. Then I was gonna say I thought they had no senators. Anyone called senators in Canada and they named a team the senators. You know, they'd be like the that would be a problem for you. you know? Fucking North yeah, Stars. <laughs> The North Stars was a better name. Listen, I'm old school. I love all the old Canadian teams. I love the old Edmonton Oilers. I even like the Montreal fucking Expos. I like that old school shit. So I'll never not go with the original. And then when it comes to hockey, I root for Canada over the United States. Because it's it truly is their sport. They they treat Canada like a redheaded... They treat hockey like a redheaded stepchild in the States. So they don't deserve to have the majority of the teams. See? For to be righteous, I always choose Canada in, in in that respect when it comes to hockey. It's true, they deserve it. You know, it's their sport. They had curling. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, lacrosse is our national sport, but mm. no one talks People, about that even in Canada. <laughs> they love it in the states. All oh, lacrosse, lacrosse. Everybody's up its ass. In Israel, it. it's the star of David. <laughs> <laughs> Senators. Little Star of David Senators. Yeah, the Little Star of David Senators. 
Yeah, why is my name David, too? My parents are, are, are Italian Catholics. Wouldn't that be a Jewish name, David? Yeah, I have, city a cousin, of David. I have a cousin, David. City yeah. David. yeah, the city of David. That's I have a cousin named David oh, from the city of David, and I have a friend named Joshua from Oshawa in Ottawa. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still can't. Mike Ott, he's from Ottawa. <laughs> I can't believe you have such a hang-up on the fact that there's a, a place called Oshawa and a place called Ottawa, two separate <laughs> cities. I really can't. I can't wrap my head. You got a fucking place called Yonkers. Every time I hear that name, I think of Bonkers. How is how is that not made fun of on a daily basis? Because it's, it's Honkers. It's, it's, I, it sounds like big tits. Yonkers. Motorboat those Yonkers. Oh yeah, I think that about Gonzaga. You know that that college team, that that Gonzaga. Doesn't that sound like tits? You look at the Gonzagas on her. I fucking hate that name. See, there's things I hate in the states too. Poughkeepsie. They bother. Me. I can't hate them. But they definitely piss me off, you know? And that's I'm saying. Growing up, remember, I'm in Buffalo. Maybe I always hear about the Ontario things the most. So when I hear Oshawa and Ottawa, I'm like, gee, that, that's awfully strange, you know? Oshawa and Ottawa. But either like way, flaccid. Yonkers. I, it's crazy to me. I know. It's it, it, But it's crazy. Like, you're picking a small city versus, like, a, the capital of Canada. I swear, like, there's a, a Fayetteville or Fayetteville. I'm probably saying it wrong. Everywhere I look. Everywhere I look. Now, it might be in a different state, but your states are the size of a fucking postage stamp. I could drive through three of them in like in, in a couple hours. It's better off. I'll and give I'm, you that. Yeah, I'm not, I, and I, I'm, this is not a... This, I don't mean to be derogatory because I know I do make a lot of cracks against oh. the states. I'm saying that's the reality. When I drive down to like... When we go to Florida and when we've gone to like Myrtle Beach or whatever like that, we drive through like five states, six states, whatever it may be, maybe even more. Uh, I start to lose count. All I know is I go the fucking speed limit in Virginia now. <laughs> because if you go 70 or whatever, I got caught and the guy gave me a, a thing and I'm like, oh, I got worried because I, I heard you had to pay your tickets up front and he didn't say anything. And I found out that it was like, I think I've said this on the show. It was like um, careless driving almost because it was once you're X amount over the limit, it's just automatically a careless driving you know, charge. You know how you could have gotten out of that <laughs> if you Virginia. told him you were from Oshawa because we're very lenient with those people down here. <laughs> Ash. <laughs> I'm from Ash. Leave oh, okay. Virginia I alone. I collect CEDs. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll let you off with a warning this time. <laughs> and look, and I have these special jeans on. You know who makes them? Ashua, Kashua, Bagashua. <laughs> Christian, I'm with you though. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to feel like, even though, like, I'm joking around with you. I'm with you too. Where I think David's nuts with the Ottawa Ashua thing. I'm with you on that. It's like Uber Opera, I, I Ottawa Ashua. Ottawa, Oshawa. No, it's funny. I just think <laughs> you like, the, the way you said, like, man, it re- it's always bothered me. Like, it, like, it's, like, like it's, it's kept you up at night. <laughs> I, I just always thought it was weird. Whenever you drive it, and again, this is it. This is, I guess we all have these hangups is where we're going with it. I get it, Dave. In a, in a sense, as much as I'm making fun of you, and coming down, I get it. Because like I said, when driving down, the second I go to West Virginia, I warn the family to watch out for backwoods psychos. And I'm not kidding. I'm like, this is where wrong turn happened. <laughs> I, we don't want to get raped and killed. True story. This is where it happened. These mountains are beautiful, but I don't want to get like, fucked up. <laughs> The Wrong Turn Murders, 1977. Dad, when did Wrong Turn 3 take place? (laughs) Right before Wrong Turn 4, son. (laughs) Now shut up. I'm driving. 
No wonder you're driving reckless. You're all over the road there. <laughs> I'm watching over backwards hillbillies. <laughs> I don't blame you there. That's, uh, I'm with you in, in that case. I just Every the, time. The, the, the things about Canada that, that, I, that I, I tease are just ridiculous things. Nothing against the uh, no, and the again, I, for their behavior. <laughs> You know and me I mean? either, unless we have <laughs> listeners from West Virginia that are backwards that have somehow have internet and listen to our podcast. You hear what he said, Dad? We're going to kill him next time it comes through. We're going to kill him good. I want his head up on the mantle. Is that Travis Christian? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. What the hell? I got eight emails just now. You know, oh, how, you know how to field dress a Canadian? <laughs> <laughs> that fucking Canadian, that Canuck. Call him Mr. Mr. Sippy. I'll show him Mr. Sippy. He must be Canucks. <laughs> Mr. Sippy. <laughs> so, so see, I have to show this to you. There was a fire sale last night. There's a whole oh. thing about that. That's a whole thing I got to get into. But oh, I, I have, sales. maybe yeah. we'll touch upon it later. Uh, did you bring but... water? <laughs> <laughs> I got to show you something that happened in this fire sale. And look, look what was posted in, look at this. Spookies. Oh, and it went for 35 bucks? Are you selling it for 35 Me, me, me. Yeah. I'm not selling it. The fire sale guy is selling it. Everybody's yeah. fucking up his ass. $35 for a VHS of Spookies. <laughs> I would even pay $35 for a Blu-ray of it. <laughs> you know they're from Mississippi, these fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Out of control. I'll wash myself with a rag on a stick. <laughs> Every time I watch The Simpsons and I think of that, I think they're from Mississippi, these people. <laughs> That's it. I got nothing against Mississippi, actually. Beautiful. Very green. I've never have been. You, have you been to Mississippi for real? No. Oh, no. Okay. I don't think anyone's been to Mississippi. <laughs> I, although, all joking aside, I kind of want to go because I think you would have to go get through it to eventually get to to uh, New, New Orleans in Louisiana. No. At least I know the states. I probably know the states. Well, wait, there's uh, 50 states. You're right. Is that, 50, why 50. 50, is that why there's 50 stars on the flag? 50 stars of David? Yeah. 50 stars. 50, <laughs> all for me. <laughs> 50, 50 stars of David Z. <laughs> yeah, the cult of Z. I should be president. That's what, that's what we should make. That should be one of our stickers we sell. A star of David Z. You're right. That should be a gimmick. Yeah. You're right. We got we to gotta get into this. All these gimmicks. Yeah, all time to tons. have them come to fruition. Fruition. Feruza? What'd you say? Feruza. Feruza. <laughs> have them come to Feruza. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Feruza. <laughs> I tell you what, though. It, it, after all the kidding and all that, I, I think it's better off. I wish we only had whatever seven or eight or whatever the hell Ten the number states. was. You know? Yeah, because think about it. Our problem in this country is that every state has its own friggin' laws. And there's always there's always this going on. And this it just adds, it just means more confusion. Imagine if they just pieced it all off and they said, well, from now on, <laughs> there's gonna be seven. There's gonna be the, the East Coast, you know, the yeah, this the northeast, part here, the boom. north the North Atlantic. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool if we just had seven? Oh, I'd be fuck fifty. You know, it'd be easier and for everyone. That's what I keep saying. Region. Voting wouldn't everyone be everyone has to stay in their region. You know, and what? like the and like the prison states could be like it's Alabama easy. and Georgia, like you just the ones like right in the middle. Georgia's not really in the middle, but Alabama, like whatever's in the middle, that's just it's like a prison. Georgia. That's a prison. You build a wall there. Yeah, perfect. There you go. Beautiful. Right I will build place. a great wall. And he puts one between every fucking thing. Oh. <laughs> How about awesome. that guy with the frogs? 
<laughs> what kind? Oh, you so know, I, guess... I said that. I'm thinking about the, the intro to Friday the 13th because he says that. They, they, they do a little clip of, of Bush, I was going to call him, whatever the fuck, Trump saying, I will build a great wall. And then he, he, they cut to that thing with that guy talking about gay frogs. You hear that thing? You dunk something in the water, it turns the fucking frogs gay. <laughs> and this really happened. This guy was upset. He said they dump chemicals in the water or something. And, I know it's something gay frogs. He's, he was insisting that they, you pour something in and then there's gay frogs as a result or something. How do you know they're gay? It's that frog that comes out and does the dancing in Spaceballs. Oh, I thought, I thought they'd be like, that's a, that's ribbit, a gay frog. ribbit. With ribbit. He's gay. <laughs> sorry. Hello, my baby. Hello, my. I love. Yours was better. Sick it like that. <sighs> oh, gay frogs. That's what the show's come to. Are those the ones that rain down in Magnolia? Oh wow! Frogs rain down in a movie. Yeah. It's calling. It's calling exactly. for gay frog tonight. <laughs> <laughs> gay frogs. That's the oh. weirdest thing ever. I'll have to look more into it. I thought game. it was more known because I heard somebody else talk about it before, but they do it in the intro of Friday. And I, I know I've heard it come up someplace else. I he forgot where. But... There's our movie, Gay, Gay Frogs. Frog. <laughs> 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 These frogs must have been from San Francisco. Oh, mama hey, I, the script writes itself. You're right. It does write I itself. I ate some gay frog legs, and now I'm gay, and I have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> frog AIDS. Frog AIDS. <laughs> wow. We just had a new show called Frog AIDS. Maybe, maybe the show doesn't. Maybe the movie doesn't write itself. Frog AIDS. <laughs> yeah. I got it from a toilet seat. Like it's all like the misinformation from way back when you just reincorporated into a movie. It would be very timely because it's like, it pretty much it's all happening on, on a on a different scale with COVID anyway. Uh, misinformation at an all-time high. Frog AIDS. Yeah, don't for, don't forget about Mr. Information, though, you know? <laughs> Back to that. <laughs> Indeed. Well, speaking of information, let's tell people all they know. I mean, what the hell? The, the crazy thing that happened with this show, we got a screener. We were all jazzed up to freaking see this movie, The Queen of Black Magic. And then we, we had the vote, and it came down to the wire. And it, it became uh, between uh, Inferno and, and Black Sunday. And um, Inferno won by, like, I don't know, four votes or something like that. Okay, let's do this. Then the screener gave us a bunch of issues. So we had to uh, adjust on the fly. We get to do Suspiria on Inferno. So, wow, I'm pretty happy about that. I've never done Suspiria on one of my – I've done it on 22 Shots as a guest, but I've never talked about Suspiria. So Suspiria on Inferno, and I guess if you guys don't hear anything else, the next show will probably just – make up for it and, and just do the queen of black magic. Cause it's going to drop on shutter next week anyway. And we'll just pair that one up with black Sunday. Maybe, or or maybe we should do two new or, instead because ooh. now we've got some options for new. We'll see. We'll see. Just turn it out. Two there. new. Well, we did two old. Two right, no. <laughs> new. Who knew? Kelly who? <laughs> Kelly who? I just got a message from uh, Chris this morning, AKA Scott. It yeah. says, um, now, now guys, and I don't feel special considering he's emailing everyone, apparently. I like that, though. He's emailing everyone? What are you talking about? I felt special because he, he wrote to me, and then Christian told me he wrote to him, and now you're telling us he wrote to you. Oh, so we all, it's, the, it's all the same thing, which is fine. Good. At least he's not, not, not singling anyone out. So you guys know what he mentioned, then? No. Well, he, he said the show has been great. He, could, we, he told me we could BS 
for the two hours and not even do a movie review. So that's what we've changed the show oh. to. No, I'm, kidding. No, I'm joking. Oh. But but that was yes, high praise, was. high praise. And then he recommended a, a new movie. Uh, and I said, I think Brandon saw that already. And I think Brandon really liked that movie. And I guess that's when he reached out to Brandon and Brandon and him were chatting a bit too. So Which one? Uh, Which one, B? 10 Minutes to Midnight. Yeah, 10 Minutes to Midnight. 10 yeah. Minutes to Midnight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. That's and he also said Canadian that we could review the uh, 10 Canadian uh, provinces. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but not to review the three territories. Yeah, that's I get we all understand. Except there is one. Is it Johnny Newpants? Someone has a hate on for Manitoba. And every time I make fun of any state, he always brings up Manitoba. Really? Is when it I think Johnny of Manitoba, Newpants? I think about whales. Are there whales in Manitoba or no? No, because there's no fucking ocean. It's right smack dang in the you know middle what? of the country. That's sexist. You, if you have Manitoba, you got to have wool Manitoba. Okay. The rage in me grows. It's like, it's like, it's like heartburn. Very sexist. Very sexist. What about Manitoba? I just got your joke because I was too busy and getting enraged about Manitoba. Harry, whoa, Manfredini. <laughs> Woman Toba. <laughs> Is that what he said? I don't know, but that's what he should have yeah, said. Instead, woman instead Toba. of Manitoba, you need to have a woman a Toba. And then I said, instead of Harry Manfredini, Harry Woman Fredini. Oh, see? Everything I focused the on the toe. Right, right, man. I focus oh. on the toe part. I said, man, a finger a toe. They're going to have to change the name. Much. We're getting to that part where the society's getting to that stage yeah. where they may have to change the name to like uh, unisex a toe. Non binary. <laughs> Speaking of that, the non gender specific a toe. The fire sale when it was advertised, some guy put up a thing in the fucking group and said, in a couple of days, there's going to be a fire sale. Okay. So now it's sensitive content. I go, what? For an advertisement for a fire sale? Granted, it's a horror group, but, but still. So sure enough, I click on it. I said, this might, this might violate, or it doesn't violate this group's thing, but it's something. I don't know what it said. It was all uptight. I had to press a few buttons in Four order to see what on this fire, right? was. So, huh? one? The guys that were on fire running? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So a shot from a movie about four guys being blasted with fire is, is, is now censored on Facebook. Well, I wasn't sure if it was, I didn't know if it was real footage. But it, it wasn't. It was. It was from oh. a movie. That's what I wasn't no, sure because okay. I asked the it's same real. question, Dave, to myself. I was like, "Is this sensitive because it's like from like a news thing, Oshawa. or is it?" It's from Oshawa. Yeah. <laughs> it's from the Great Oshawa Fires of seventeen ninety one. The Great. Oshawa. This is why. This is why I prefer to be surrounded by uh, mannequins. They don't talk. Oh. Did you give <laughs> it a dick yet? Did you, yeah. did you give it a dick yet? No, it's still no. Did it give you a still hung like you. Okay, so maybe it was real people on on fire. Maybe it, it wasn't, I, I doubt he would do that, but I, I don't know. I guess you know. Well, I got that I, I would be if that would. I wouldn't be surprised if that would be in poor taste. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. I just can't see somebody doing that, especially this guy. I'll tell you what about the people we we've talked some shit before about these about the collectors, but they are. They're 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 much more friendly a group than than the stuff I encounter in horror groups. They are they help each other out. They give each other deals. They're they're cordial. The only time I ever I had a problem was what, back in the early days when I came on and said I just want the slips because I'm going to cut them, and they all got upset about it. Other than that, <laughs> there's been no 
discrepancy. They all want to see my, my thing when I'm done with it. I told them about why I collect. They don't care that I don't watch the movies. All this other stuff. You know, I have conversations with them. I, I, I buy with them. I trade. I, I, I sell some things to them. So I have this back and forth. And I'll tell you, they're all pretty – they're a pretty friendly bunch, this, these collectors. I, I know – Brandon likes to make fun of them, but Dave's they're found okay. A new family. Dave's fallen into a new cult. <laughs> well, it's almost over. I, I'm just about filled. Matter of fact, last night I'm proud of myself because the, during this fire sale, I had a purchase. And it was also I, I I was the first on three, and they were ones I I've wanted for a long time. So it worked out. But one was Toolbox Murders, which th- that's hard to come by, and it was up there for twelve or fifty, whatever the hell it was. It was a Toolbox Murders box. So I said, okay, I, I yes that one. I was first in line on that one. And then, oh, what the hell was the other one? <laughs> there was another one. It, oh, it's something I really wanted, too. Damn it. Well, either way, there was the other one that I got for $10. Then all of a sudden, it's going down, and I see visiting hours, and it pops up. I'm like, oh, wow, visiting hours. I love that cover. Yes. So now I sit there, and I sit there. As time goes on, as cool as a box of it is, I already have the 11 by 17 hanging. And I said, well... It's probably not a good idea. So I showed a little bit of composure, and I went back and I edited my yes out. I let somebody else have it. And then you were like, "Fright night, fuck that cover." And Fright night, nobody bid on it. Was ten dollars, but I have I, I don't I have the the VHS and the thing now. But I was like, "Wow, that's cheap for that one." But nobody yeah. bit. I couldn't believe it. Either you way, say uh, yes or me. Yes, me claim. I say me because it only takes two letters. So do you warm up before the fire sale starts and go? Me, me, me. <laughs> me, me, me. Look at Christian. He's like, can we get on with the fucking show? <laughs> Christian's done. <laughs> no, I was looking up something because of what Dave was saying about the fire sales, but I couldn't find it. So it was it was supposed to uh, to compliment what he was saying, but I I, I, I couldn't find it in time. But yes, let's see, whatever you're writing. A compliment for you. <laughs> what did it have to do with? No, about the about that. Because uh, I've found that there's now people announcing them, and I never see anything about them after. Like it's like, well, they announce just, them, and then you got to say, in, yeah, and you have to remember I, the time. Yeah, uh, it gets annoying. But yes, I also found, as I mentioned last show, that these people are putting me or claim or whatever way too quickly uh, to be able to do anything for most of them. So I prefer the ones that just say, "I've got these for sale. Are you interested?" That's, yeah, but then you got to be right place, right time. But I agree because I, I have gotten some. You know what I got coming? I got a bad taste. It's an empty box, but I got a bad taste. I know that's one of your favorites, see. Yeah, and it's, I like that one. I do like that box. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just I'm, about done. I have I'm like gonna less. I'm gonna cut it up. I'm gonna cut it up. I'm gonna see. cut that slip. <laughs> Dave, let me ask you something. I have a quick question for you about your movie poster site that you order from. Can oh, you... it's funny you should say. Dave Parker just sent me a message, and I'll just say here what it is. But go ahead, please. Oh, no, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask because I told you that I order from a guy, and he'll like, I have a guy, customers, <laughs> and he'll yeah. take, he'll yeah, he'll take a picture, you know, off the internet if he could get it in good quality, he'll print that. But can you do that off this site if they don't have a poster you're looking for? Or no, I've never asked them. They're just there, and I just uh, get what they have. I, I never knew. I ended up buying a reanimator, by the way, because I found one shipped. Uh, for ten dollars here, and the way I see it is this, because I think your friend who makes it for five dollars, there's still going to be a shipping charge and everything else. And this guy, yeah, well, I usually pick them up at the convention. That's why he goes to the convention all the time. So I'll order them and then meet him at the convention and pick them up. But oh, yeah, okay. there would be there would be a shipping charge. This ten dollars was for an eleven by seventeen. Yes, it was eleven by. Yeah, 17. no, that's fine. that's fine. Yeah, it's not bad because I couldn't get it on my. But you know, okay, since we're on that, let me. Uh, because Dave Parker asked, I've said it before, I'll say it again, 
But the um, where where I go for the eleven by seventeens is called MoviePostershopOnline.com. MoviePostershopOnline.com. Yeah, they got everything too. They got no, no, no. It's not online. It's just MoviePostershop.com. I yeah. apologize. MoviePostershop.com. That's where you go for eleven by seventeens. Now, if you want bigger posters, the website I go to is called BananaRoad.com. That they, they they are ten dollars. For the twenty-four by thirty-sixes, which is a is a damn good price. They don't have nearly the the selection movie poster shop has, but they do have some there horror related and things. And movie and poster then, shop has the other sizes as well, though. Yeah, yeah, they do, but I think that they're more expensive. Like, yeah, like, well, they're legit. They might be original and stuff. Well, yeah, but I mean, I've I've ordered from both, and I've never had any problem as far as like looking at it. Say, oh, this isn't a good, doesn't look good, or anything like that. Sometimes you get the the fold lines in them on a couple. Yeah. They'll tell you that it will see it on the actual picture. But yeah. honestly, I've come to have a little bit of affection. I've become a little affectionate with a couple of them having those fold lines because it almost looks like it's something from from that era. Yeah, because that's something. So I I've accepted it. Not on all. This is, I have like two or three that, and they don't bother me. But like. You know, if you go to movie poster shop and get like a twenty-four by thirty-six, it costs like um, what the hell is it? See, of course these ones all are twenty-seven by forty, so it's not accurate. Either way, I'll have to go and look at one of mine and give you. But BananaRoad.com for the bigger ones. Now there's a guy, there's a guy on eBay, and it's called Gore Store New York, and that's where I, anytime I can't get an eleven by seventeen for a movie poster shop, if I just you know they don't carry it. Sometimes he he does carry it, and he has all sizes. And that's Gore Store New York in NY. G O R E S T O R E N Y. He's a seller on eBay. And I'll, the best thing about him is not not just that uh, his um, that he has a lot. He ships very quickly. Those are the places to go. And if anybody has a Halloween two VHS original from 1981. That's 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 the new white whale. That's what I want. The one with the pumpkin. It says all new. You know that 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 classic. Thing. I have the poster. It's fine. But I also have the VHSs on my shelf for one, three, four, and five. It seems not cool to not have the two in there from that time. It's, and it's totally a, not cool. I don't like it. Uh, um, see, I'm not gonna <laughs> say I'm a completist because I don't have five and I don't have six. But I am a completist for the '80s. You see what I'm saying? If it came after the 80s, I don't care. Everything on my shelf. Five was 89. I, I know. I know it is. <laughs> I know it is. But it's just, I'm not a completist even because it's like, well, five is five. It's not that much different of a poster than, than four. I'm, I'm probably going to end up freaking getting the damn thing of, of one of these days. It really is. You are a completist. It was, it was, it was such a cheap. It just used the art from four and then like went close, like into his mask a bit more, and it used another picture of Daniel Harris. It, it was really cheap. The I know. poster for it, to be honest. But the meta. So every time I see the the people advertising, they've got the meta version of uh, the M E D A version of Halloween. Every time I see that, I just assume it says media because that's the version I'm used to. So what are those ones that everybody puts on some pedestal that I actually really don't like all that much? Meta. I, I don't know what that is. I'm guessing it's unless it's media. unless it was some um well unless media meta tornado media down the road. I just thought it was a typo, but I actually zoomed in on it saying, What the fuck are these ones? And it's for Halloween one, possibly two. Possibly two. <laughs> well, media is the big one. That's the one yeah, everybody media. wants to get for part one. So I don't know. That's interesting. Oh, Company of Wolves. That's the one I got yesterday for ten bucks. Ah, I've been waiting on that. That's cool. Yeah. 
that cover with the wolf coming out yeah. of the guy that, that that art oh man so yeah it's weird sometimes they'll pop up at a cheap price and other times someone else could be selling at a fire sale for thirty dollars and i'm like no <laughs> yeah spending- i i have a plan for poster right. collecting that i'm gonna start doing yeah yeah all I, I mean i could say it's nothing it's not that big a deal it's nothing original or anything but all italian horror and i would love to get the giallos in like different languages Obviously Italian, but if they have, I've seen some of these poster arts in, in different languages, whether it's uh, Japanese or whatever, but they look awesome. You know what's a great poster for Italian? Is the what's bird that? with the crystal plumage. Yeah. Have you seen that one? Yeah. yeah. It is a great poster. Because I've been watching so much Italian horror and so many giallos, I just want to start collecting like all of them. they got such beautiful covers. That one, Dave. And supposedly back like in 2013, it sold oh. like there was an auction that sold for thirteen thousand dollars on eBay. Now I'm not sure if they they okay. probably popped up since then, but those ones. Okay, I have seen those ones with the yellow and the black. And yeah, but I've no, but it says media there on this one. But I swear oh. the one the guy showed me said meta because I zoomed in. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, he misspelled he when he was he misspelled when he was forging. No, <laughs> because there, there it is. It's right there, meta. There you go. And then there was one oh, right beside M-E-D. it that said media. M-E-D-A. Yeah. I'm thinking M-E-T-A when he says meta. Okay. Meta. Right. Sorry. Da, da, da. No, no, it's okay. Meta. I just, I'm not used to hearing a word called meta. Meta. And I'm used to hearing that word meta. And you're from Canada. You should definitely pronounce the C's or, or the, the T's strongly. So, but, so you wouldn't know. Well, I call it Canada. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they say it in Oshawa. <laughs> Fucking Oshawa. I don't even know why I'm defending Oshawa. Fuck Oshawa. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay, check it, though. There's something else about these things. Bootleg movies are embraced by the VHS community because they're called boots. They sell them. They're, yeah. they're not the real one, and they these have a boots cover. boots were made for walking. Yeah, walk right yeah, the fuck out called boots. <laughs> I just got two of them. I only wanted one. Some guy put this thing up, and he said, this movie and this movie, $15 for, for these boots. What they are is they're... People that have made, they have the the old slip from the old one, so it's the same thing, and they put it on on, on on in a case. But the movie itself is is manufactured differently, and it's it's not like the one that was from the '80s. So it's like they have a different type of VHS, and they're called boots, and it's something that people are cool with. I got guess what? I got, I got fucking hackle lantern. Remember Hackle Lantern, that cover with the fucking guy holding out the head, that, that red box? I had to get that. That's a classic one. But are it came these, with another one. Are these boots kinky? He's <laughs> <laughs> been waiting. You can just see, uh, are, these, uh, are, are these boots kinky? <laughs> I'm, wait, I'm, I'm waiting for this fucking VHS conversation, and you guys, are your, can we go back to talking about Friday the 13th? <laughs> sure. I got this Friday Jeez. the 13th VHS that's from part. That's part four. Uh, that's an original. Good Lord. Part four. Yeah, that's good. That'll give you no pleasure ever. <laughs> it's always pleasure. Every time you look at it, you're like, ah. I yeah. jacked off to it three times already. Brandon, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, boots. But check it. I'm so I cannot get a Jason Libs. And here's the worst part. I'm only. Co- I'm only collecting one through eight. The Paramounts to me is what it's all about. I, I don't need the VHS for fucking Freddy X or any of them fucking media movies. Freddy X. You know, whatever. To me, that's Favorite whatever. Movie, I have zero nostalgia for those movies. For me, it's all about the 80s. So it, 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 for me, I'm not saying the series ends, but Friday the 13th, one through eight, the Paramount years is where all my 
love goes. The other stuff, I, I still dig it, but I mean, it's not the same. So I want the VHS. So now I have them all. And the worst part is this. Two weeks ago, I found a guy for eight bucks. I got the freaking Jason Lives on eBay. And I put it in the next day. He sent me an email and he goes, you know what? He goes, there's a possibility I, I, I can't find this one. I got to look around some more. I may not have it. Sure enough, the next day he canceled it. And I have not been able to find it. The, the cheapest you can find a decent one is like eighteen dollars plus. That's bullshit money. because that's exactly it. He probably found out he could get more money for it and and, and bullshitted you. You should just leave him a bad review because that's bullshit. If you won the auction, you won the auction. Well, it wasn't you even can't an auction. find it. it was to buy it now. Oh, then that's it was bullshit. A buy it now. That's even more bullshit because that's that's exactly it. Jason loses is it would probably cost me with exchange thirty to forty bucks, including shipping to get. Look at oh Brandon's God. falling into a peaceful sleep. Everybody wins on this show. <laughs> well, he said, <laughs> see, guess what we did? He said, enough VHS talk. Let's talk about Friday the 13th. So instead of doing that, we combined them. Now it's Friday the 13th VHS. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking skunks. <laughs> is, Tales from the quad, is Tales from the Quad Dead Zone still a sought-after VHS? What is that? You've never is heard it? of Tales from the Quad Dead Zone? Oh, the title? Oh, I, I don't know if it's on VHS. Every no, time I heard that title, it is on VHS. It was always like the holy grail of VHSs. It always costs like a thousand dollars to find. I don't even the know. The name always throws me off. I don't, don't even know the name. Sense. Tales from the, the you quad. never heard of Tales from the Quad? It's a super low budget film. I've no. heard the name said before. Let's see, Tales from <laughs> I don't even the Quad. <laughs> Q U A Dead. Right. Oh, it's one word. Let's no, see. I've never I heard can't of it. Type. Every time life. I want to press Q, I press W. Damn it. Tales from the Quad Dead Zone. When I hear titles like that, it makes me want to stop recording the show and just go back to my little bubble where I just enjoy the movies that I want to watch and watch the movies I want to watch when I want to watch I heard the movie is atrocious. It's an old movie, and it's supposedly like a super low budget. Oh, for Christ's sakes. It's a fucking, it's like, what do you call it? It's like, um. A shot on video. Shit. Five, five, five. Fucking worse than any of that. That that stupid fucking thing that I said was the worst horror movie I ever saw. The fucking Spookies. I'm gonna give you a lesson in 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 pleasure and pain. No, that guy, not Ooga Booga. What's that fucking guy? Ooga called? Booga. Yeah, that 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 little black puppet. What's oh, the... Black Devil Doll. Black Devil Doll from Hell. Yeah. Oh, so fucking bad. Anyway, uh, this is what it's like. A hundred dollars or a hundred and thirty. Look at this fucking terrible thing. You're going to pay money for that? Look at that. Oh, that wasn't the cover I remember. Wow. Horrible. Well, that's the, this is hard box DV. Oh, it's a DV. I'm bidding on it right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I love anyway, when people put like their price on top. 35 bucks, and I just put $1. <laughs> I, I keep playing it like it's the price is the right. Nope, too high. $1. <laughs> I wonder how long it will take for me to get kicked out of all the groups. <laughs> $1. I wish we had an auction. One U.S. Store. dollar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, speaking of Italian horror, B, it's going to be really interesting to hear your take on these movies tonight since you've been so Italian lately with with all this viewing. And I was thinking of that a lot yesterday as I was watching both of them. I'm like, yeah, this is very Italian, and I was trying to compare them to other Italian movies. And when I watch Argento movies, I don't always necessarily get that feel. I just think this is an Argento movie. But I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Dave, you'll like this cover better. This was the cover I was talking about. Oh, yeah. There's a skull, there's a skull on it. Nothing wrong yeah. With it. yeah. It used to be like the holy grail of... Because uh, I used to watch like documentaries on VHS collecting. Horror VHS really? Collecting, and that was really? always like... I some of that. Wow. The holy grail. But 
I hear like my friend. You could watch some movie on YouTube. My buddy watched it and said it was garbage. But yeah, no, Italian horror is like my jam this year. Like I'm, I've done a lot of first time watches and also a lot of rewatches, including tonight. Like obviously, I've seen both of these before. I've seen Suspiria way more than I've seen Inferno tonight, <laughs> this morning, whatever. <laughs> I didn't have my shower or my coffee either. Granted, I don't shower in the morning and I don't drink coffee, but I'm using it. <laughs> but, uh, Inferno, this was like the first time where I watched Inferno, I was telling Christian, where I actually understood it. Me too. And, and not only that, I'm saying to myself, as I'm understanding, I'm like, why was I ever confused in the first place? And I think it... Oh, I know why. You do. Well, I know why I was confused. Oh, there is a plot point that I'm confused with still that I will ask you about. Okay. I understood it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I agree with everything. There's still a little bit of like head scratching things. I'm like, well, like logic, but still, I, I understood the narrative except for the ultimate goal. Uh, we have to get to that after, though. I mean, I, I don't understand why. We'll get to it. I, I don't mean. I, I'm not gonna jump ahead. It's just why, why. <laughs> Why? Why, Oming? Why? <laughs> cut, to, cut to credits. Why? Imagine that. We just end the show there. Yeah, Oming. I'm going to name a kid Oming. <laughs> you know, but that should be our new Why ending. is this episode just yeah. one episode? Or one hour? Uh, yeah. you take just what you like can Favor. get. I always wanted to have a kid and name it Favor. Because of that, 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 that expression, por favor, the, 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 the Spanish thing. And then I could say, ah, por favor. You know? <laughs> I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> See, so I always make fun of Spanish, too, so you don't feel bad. Things that are, are foreign to me just make me laugh. I, I, I just, I don't mean to be a, an ass about it. Like that upside-down question mark, oh, I can't fucking stand that thing. Or the backwards you end. I have, I, I've, we've commented on it before. In like, uh, well, in like Russian or whatever like that, they've got the backwards oh, end. Oh, that's funny you I say never that. I was, I was, I was going to say, look at the Russian language, Dave. Just look at something spelled in Russian. It's, it really? doesn't make any yeah. sense. Well, really? How can they hack anything? Better. There's no backwards end on my keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no upside on question mark. Yeah, yeah Putin, turn, the, Putin. turn the keyboard upside Putin. down. How do you spell Putin? <laughs> I turn the keyboard upside down and I'm able to hack with the upside down question mark. <laughs> that fucking upside down question mark. At the beginning of the sentence, there's an upside down question mark, then the question, and then a regular question mark at the end of it. Why? <laughs> they're not sure if what they're about to write is actually a question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they give uh, it down. This may or may not. <laughs> this may or may not be a question. So I'll do it this way. <laughs> Holy fuck. Are we reviewing these fucking movies? Yeah. 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 Two in a row. Like Let's start with Inferno. <laughs> All right, ready. Inferno, nineteen eighty-nine. Suspiria. I'm so hot. I gotta take off my Suspiria coat too. I'm all, I'm all hot here. Holy fuck. Look at him. Look, look at him. What are you, what are you shaking his yeah. titties at us? Yeah. Look at those yonkers. <laughs> <laughs> I am in New York. That was the most feminine way anyone's ever taken off his shirt. He's like, I know. Fuck. It was like, <laughs> oh, because it was stuck. He was like, trying to show off his tie. Hello. The thing was stuck. <laughs> You know what I mean? I was, instead of pulling it out, I was lazy, and I just shook it out with my shoulders. Yeah, instead you of shook grand... way too long, though. <laughs> Holy shit. Remember, if you shake it with a visual treat. That was a visual treat. You're playing with it. <laughs> this has been a visual show tonight, and that was a visual yeah. treat for all the watchers of the show. <laughs> Fuck. Fucking sweating. Holy shit. Imitation of that. Oh, 
<laughs> you just threw your neck out. Maybe it's the weight of your hair throwing your head all yeah. off balance. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. This very in 1977. Written by Dario Argento or written by Daria? No, no, no. No, no. No, no. What? <laughs> no, it wasn't written by Daria. <laughs> Not according to her. God bless her. Rest in peace. I love her, but I don't know. All right. Um, directed by Dario Argento, an American newcomer to a prestigious German ballet academy comes to realize that the school is a front for something sinister amid a series of grisly murders. <sighs> I watched a documentary on the DVD last night, and you know that's why I brought it up because you know it's like it came from this you know story that my grandmother used to tell me, and this and but she and she's like, well, Dario came up with all the killings, but the story was mine and. Like, oh, because the three mothers, I get that, because the three mothers wasn't invented by Argeno. No. Was, I can see that. So if maybe she introduced Argeno yeah. to the three mothers mythology, then 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 fine. I can see what she's saying. Yeah, I'm, she's, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. I mean, it's a co-collaboration, I'm sure. So Maybe matter. so. I have nothing against her, believe me. I'm not, and again, this is going to come out the right, but this is a perfect example of the movies we discussed. Like, don't get me wrong, there's substance here, but this is definitely stylized filmmaking, and that's I'm what makes the that movie. That's I'm glad, what, you, that's brought what, that, I'm glad yeah. you brought that up, because I was going to say, a lot of people will use the SOS, the style over substance argument. This is S and S, style and substance. There's a, certainly enough substance here to carry the film. I think what maybe spoils me a little bit is how well the remake really upped the substance and the depth of, of characters that I do take some issues with some things underdeveloped or could have used more development in this, but visually from a stylistic standpoint, from a music standpoint, I mean, this is a 20 out of 10. I mean, it's just so fucking amazing and that's what carries the movie and makes it so rewatchable like it's been compared to like a nightmare or a dream and that's the quality especially with the the repetitive music box soundtrack which is great but oh, everything about that and the and the colors are great and i was just telling b right before when we were waiting for you dave i i've been wanting to get this 4k for the longest time and it's on <laughs> special get now it. but i didn't know i <gasps> it was on it was on well for 39.99 but comparatively to like oh. Forty forty nine ninety nine or fifty nine ninety nine initially, here. So I'm like, Man. I'll grab it for that still. But I didn't know I was going to get it in time for the show, so I'm just going to grab it. But I really wanted to watch that for the show to comment on that. But uh, just the 1080p version looks looks great. But I have the, the same version. The restoration. Yeah, I've got the same version though on okay. DVD that Brandon has, uh, which yeah, is I don't the Anchor Bay one yet either. That, and that one but is. I still have, have that. You have the Blu-ray though, right? No. Do you have the blue at least. No. No, I oh, watched I it. I watched the Blu-ray, a digital copy, but I don't own the blue. That's why I want to upgrade, uh, upgrade to the, the, uh, the 4K actual physical. Now you're it was talking also, about the actual 4K itself or the 4K restoration? That's the blue. <laughs> two of them. What the fuck? The 4K, the one that's 4K at the top, not the restoration <laughs> one. I'm just making sure because there are two and they came out within like a year from each other, both from the same company. Yeah, First, yeah, they, yeah. they did the same sneaky trick they did with Maniac. They brought it out. It was a 2K restoration or a 4K, whatever it was, but it was a Blu-ray. And then they came out with the actual hard copy 4K like a year later. Yeah, that's all, that's yeah. all I'm asking. Okay. Sorry. Either way. Jump down no, your no, throat. no. <laughs> it's all worth it. It's all worth every cent. It doesn't matter. 
the I've always I always jokingly say that I love the soundtrack, but I I do have a problem with the witch, witch. Like, are you I, kidding? That's I the, say it all the time. That's amazing. No, I like saying yeah. it, but you're like, if you don't know anything about the movie, why are you just throwing that word out in the fucking opening? Why not just why not let it play and maybe have it develop through as the movie progresses? I'm just trying to nitpick here because I love the film. I think it's all three of us do, but I'm just trying to think. Like, you're aren't you laying your cards all out beforehand if you really don't know the movie no. or what you're about to experience? Like, just by 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 having it thrown out there in, in the soundtrack of all things. I get, I love it. The soundtrack I'll listen to in my car. But I'm talking about now within the realm of the movie in the opening scenes, which 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 twice when like I think it's like when uh, at the beginning part where they're, they're going through the trees at first and you hear it. Yep. And is there any yep. is there any sim- is there any symbolic meaning between that shadow that's casted on that tree or is that just a lighting thing and it was it caught a shadow that ends up being reflected i would assume as being the like if you were the director and how stylized this is that that shadow means something that's projected on that tree you know what i'm talking about i never knew what it yeah because that's when it says witch right it's like the car turning the corner yeah and then she's there and he goes witch yeah yeah it's almost it's almost like how the witches travel like this sort of like astral projection that they do I just thought it was the headlight. It is. No, no, it is the headlights through the trees, but it's symbolic of, I guess, the way they travel because you see them all the time. And and then at the end, of course, with with Marcos, the way she appears, it's almost like an astral projection when the light hits and and she gets, you know. But I'm I'm even more specifically stating it. This is a pan shot. The car is in the background. Uh, So in in the background, the foreground's the trees. So it yeah, it's driving. Headlights. It's driving through, and it's hitting the headlights are hitting the trees and stuff. No, it's but the, down. The, the the car is going like on a on a vertical or so horizontal plane. Yeah, horizontal plane behind. So the car, the, the lights are not at us uh. or on the tree. This shadow is casted on the tree in the foreground, right in front of the camera. So I just didn't know if it was a shadow casted because of the lighting lightning effect that they used that just casted a shadow on it. But again, I would assume hmm. since you could control the shot that that is supposed to be symbolic of something. Again, it could be symbolic of exactly the of what Brandon's saying. I just wanted to make sure I sort of over-explained what I was talking about because it can't be the headlight of the car there. The headlight of the car does It just be a nice-looking shot to yeah, take us okay. to the actual scene where something happens. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta watch that again because I I never I never it's thought right about in the foreground. That. It's right in the middle of the sh- shot, right when it happens in that scene. And then of course they get to the school and the headlights hit, and then there's another the the next witch shout out. <laughs> I'm so focused on on the, the anxiety of the first 14 minutes of the film when I watch this that that I just I guess I I don't think I, I'm and. I love what what's happening with the soundtrack at the time with the what the drums do and the thing that they do and seeing her run and all that that maybe I don't pay attention to uh that in the lighting on the trees. I just know that she's running in this forest and it's scary and it's all anxiety. You know what's really funny? It is anxiety and I always those drums are like they're actually annoying and I was watching the documentary last night and even all the members of Goblin were talking about like how that's like intentionally annoying and and jarring for 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 the audience and because i always i mean the main theme is always anytime i hear the main theme obviously you know there's like a witch around and, and stuff like that and that's really 
I mean, that's the soundtrack to me. I mean, all the other sound design and everything in music I do like, especially, you know, the chanting type stuff that, that it gets into. But, I mean, the main theme, anytime that comes on, it gives you chills and stuff. But, I mean, I'm, I'm like, really drawn into, like, that opening shot, the POV of her leaving the uh, the airport and the sound oh, of the doors opening. The colors in the fucking airport? Uh, the colors. I mean, the colors. I mean, literally, the whole movie oh. is just, like, a display of just amazing colors. It really the, is. It's just. Right from the get-go. Like, I mean, the, from the, like you said. There's a lizard they, in this? The get-go. <laughs> they, uh. It's been a while. It's been a the while. colors and it's been a while <laughs> that we've done that too. And then that leads into the scene. And again, the more I just want to reiterate because when I when I was trying to find an image for you guys, but it does look. I'm trying to explain it. it. Kind of does look like a hook, a hooky thing. And it's funny because that image of the hooky thing uh, is, is part of the is part of the sort of the painting or the drawing that's on one of the doors when she enters the room one of the rooms later. So it's a motif that they must be carrying through. There, there's got to be a reason. Well, there is a reason for it. Cause like I said, it's in the f- center of the frame. It wouldn't be in the center of the frame unless Dario Argento wanted it in the center of the frame. So well, it's definitely thing. what shot. No, no. In that I same shot I was no. talking about earlier. The hooky thing. The thing that you, I can't believe you guys can't see this. It's in that scene where I just told you about with the car going by. And I said, it casts a shadow. That shadow is of a hook. E thing. That's what I'm, I'm saying. So there's got to be a reason for it. I said it's a motif that he must be carrying throughout the movie because later, later, later in the movie, she enters a room where there's like a, a painting on the wall, and one of the one of the paintings that goes towards her looks like the hook, the same shadow that's casted. God damn, wow. I don't know. This. <laughs> Even Dave, I'm, I don't feel bad because Dave, who's fucking the very expert, doesn't know this. Maybe he's a documentary. Maybe well, and I haven't Police either. Academy fan, and he liked hooks. <laughs> no, I'm trying to get the shot that I'm talking about in the woods, which I could get in if I just. Yeah, yeah I want to see it, because this was the oh. first time that I saw. I mean, because I'd seen the documentary, but in the first kill, Pat's kill. Which, first of all, I'll just say, I thought it was a little funny that Susie arrives at the school as Pat's. You know. We find out that she's talking to Sarah, but as she's saying her thing, and then she runs into the woods to to run to her friend's house. Why didn't she just run into the cab that was right there? I would have stolen Susie's cab. I would be like, <laughs> get me the fuck out of here. She's like, nope, I'm just going to go into the woods and take a shortcut there. But <laughs> but this is the first time I noticed with her kill, the blood pattern on the floor, you know, leaves the witch in the blood. The witch on the broomstick in the blood. Are you fucking serious? Yep, that I could show. I think you know how many times I've I've watched it, <laughs> and I've said this, it's my favorite kill in all of horror. Is the intro the, the first fourteen minutes of this movie? Like I said, it's all about anxiety, and and, and it's 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 brilliant. So the only other movie that compares to having as great a beginning is Halloween. Matter of fact, this movie and Halloween, they both have the, in my opinion, the best starts to horror movies, and their soundtrack means so much to the movie that I, if you were to watch the movie without the soundtrack, it's a different movie. And it's just, I want to watch, I want to know if if Goblin watched this movie and then scored it, or they scored it first, and then Argeno followed their leader, how the hell this movie was constructed. Because there's shots that where the music is so perfect that it's, 100% intentional. They scored it first. They scored it first, and then after they saw the movie, they went back and changed everything. Uh, really? 
Yes. See, I should have looked at the documentary. I, you know what? As much as I love this movie, I've never uh, read the IMDb things. I've never got into the trivia. I've never sat down and watched any of the documentary, even on the new one. Maybe I should have. No, that's good. It's Simonetti, show. who's the mm-hmm. one who's doing all the voices, doing the witch, witch. That's oh, yeah. Simonetti doing it. Man, why can't I? They uh... rescored it. It makes sense because there's all those tracking shots, and the music that accompanies them is perfect. It's like, dung, da, dung, da, dung, da, dung, da, dung. It's like gaining momentum going down the hall as the camera scrolls and pans. And yeah. Just everything they do, and like when they show the maggots, that first scene when they come out, oh, and the music they It's like, it's raining and maggots. Oh, man. It's hideous. That freaking scene, everything about it. And then when she's walking on them and you hear the crunching of the fucking her walking on the maggots, it's just fucking gives me the willies. It's ugh, it's fucking sick. But again, the first 14 minutes of this film, fucking anxiety inducing. I can't imagine just sitting there watching it. I'm so I don't think there's another movie like it. That's why you can say anything you want. If anybody says this is anything less than a fucking a cinematic masterpiece, I just I just fucking shake my head. I don't get it because other movies have tried to do this. There is no movie exactly like this with the colors, with the soundtrack, with the way it was made. And I've said this phrase before, but to me, the style is the substance. That's the focus of this film. Let's do something beautiful. And then on top of it, let's make it beautiful in one way and grotesque in another. There is not another movie like it. Inferno kind of has callbacks to it and has does some things with colors and other things. I've talked about watching that Baba film recently where you see it. Other movies have done it, but nobody's done it start to finish the way this movie has. And obviously, there's got to be a reason for it. No, I don't think anybody can do it. I think it's like it was a moment in time where only this movie could be made and no one's been able to, to replicate it. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And I I like the style being the substance thing. And look, the story is enough there. I just wonder, like, why some of the characters... I mean, I know it's it's an hour and a half film, so it is long enough. But it seems like they... Even though... I know what you're going to say, because it's it's a lot of scenes of of, of Susie exploring the place. And there's such amazing shots. But maybe a little bit more, like, Olga was dismissed so quickly, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Mark... You know, was sort of like never developed. Albert, the little boy, you're like, oh, something's yeah. gonna happen with him. Like, and it's just, and that, that this is stuff you get more in the remake. You know, you get more character development and stuff. But I'm still not complaining because even though it's just so quick, yeah, Olga's stunning, by the way. Oh my but, god, yeah. She... And you know what's interesting? Another thing I learned from watching the documentary because I thought the scene was kind of silly when she she's talking to Sarah and Susie and says, um, oh, "I love it." You know says, why? Go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, Go I was ahead. gonna say when she does that whole scene, which is like all people's names who start with S's, there's snakes, snakes and they're going snakes and they go and she goes. Yeah. Mm. Is yep. is Argento originally wanted this film to be eight and ten year old girls? Yeah. Yeah. That I knew. That, that I was, did not that know I... that, and man, that would have been fucked. I know. That I just sent you guys the things. Sorry, while we're talking. Sorry, I had to feverishly look for it. It will come up on our thing. It'll be a message. It's a hand with a hook, which which is funny because it looks like in the the remake they use that kind of sickly like weapon a lot more so. Funny enough, or if you could see the bottom of the tree, it just could be an S for Suspiria. Could it or no? It's definitely so, a hook. It, it could be. It, it's it, it's for Mother Suspiria. Like 
maybe it's just it's just a, it, it's one of those I, I don't even know if it's an Easter egg because it's not so hidden, but it's hidden enough that again you guys didn't seem to mention it, and I noticed it like I watched this twice just like I think you did Brandon for this show, and. Both times, I'm like, wow. Like, it was just because the tree's right in the middle of the screen when that lightning strike happens. Yeah. And you see that that shot there. That's a big thing, too, that I I totally miss. But, yeah. I think maybe. I've seen it but didn't acknowledge it. I, I, when I see that shot, I'm like, okay. I just didn't think of it. Wow. Maybe maybe it's it's the witch chasing her. But then again, you said it comes up, it comes up on a painting later. Well, it's it just up, the same, the same no. sort of shape. Like any good director, there's like a motif that they carry through, and, and in which case, it's like a mural or a painting that's on the wall. And when she enters the door, there's like an essay type shape that looks kind of like it could be a hook or something that it that points towards her. She's coming through the door. There's no emphasis put on it. It's just part of the painting in the back. Well, I would, but I would carries... go with my theory then and say it's a symbol for for Mata Suspirium. Yeah, and you and that could easily and I could buy that. That's fine. It's just one of those things, one of those added little pleasures of a movie when you when you go back and why a movie is great when you revisit upon re- revisiting that you could pull something out of it after seeing it. How many times, Dave? No, uh, do you wow, think you've I seen it? Know. Thirty or more. So did you bring up the movie to do that? To, for you, me. To, uh... To take that picture. Yep. I you... brought up my digital file, but the play I had to use it on my other computer because I didn't want to screw up my. Uh, well, if this. you could do, if you could do it again, the scene at, where Pat's killed, the one who the the beautiful kill at the beginning, when she falls through and she's dead, the blood spatter on the floor that you see dripping shows a witch with like a witch's hat and like a broom, and I was like, I never knew that until I saw the documentary. I'm like, holy fuck! I, and I admittedly, I didn't, I didn't catch that, and I didn't see the documentary, but I didn't catch that. But what I'll oh, do is I'll try to get that. I caused it after you know seeing this. Documentary. What I'll do is I'll, I'll do it for uh, a visual, because then I'll, I'll be wasting more time there. I'll do it as a visual to put on the video part here as well. So yeah, blood okay, dripping. Cool. Yeah. Wow, isn't that something? I, and, I I would say that it's the witch chasing her because obviously whatever she's being chased by transcends gravity and whatever else they just do whatever they want when they want to do it which some people might have a problem well how is that possible well it's a fucking it's a supernatural movie how is it possible it's anything's possible in both of these movies it's you're dealing with this these witches that, that have powers it's simple as that they can do what they want they want to fly they fly you know they i don't know they want to put a bunch of barbed wire in a room they do it they just well, want yeah, to the- kill you in, in inventive ways so i just what? would always i would always look down before jumping down though <laughs> yeah like, but it's dark I know it is <laughs> That's what I say. We're seeing it from from the vantage point of the viewer. I always took it as it's dark. She can't see what she's doing. You know what I mean? Because why would she even attempt to make that? There's, it's hard to make that jump as is. So uh, that's what I took it as. It We're makes sense anyway the- because the witch is toying with her. You notice, like, I'm like, it could open that door at any time with that little, like, knife through there. It's, like, pushing it up and it's, like, stopping because it wants her to c- climb through. If you want, right, if you I, want a hundred percent payoff with like, because that that scene again, you could argue like it is a little crazy, but it works with how the movie's presented to you uh, in this sort of nightmarish world that we're seeing. Because you're right, like narrative, like from a straight narrative, like there would be no room of barbed wire, but they can create that. I have I have no problem with that aspect. I the narrative is bizarre. I jokingly said to Brandon right before the show that they you get really nothing. You get nothing um, 
and then you get they barf out all this exposition kind of at the at the hour and five minute mark. Barf. And I, I I jokingly say bark I barf I'm not I'm not saying that to be derogatory towards the film even though it sounds like I am it's just that they they cram it in to give a little bit more meat on the bone at that point I think to to carry you through to the end but even the end like all the stuff that they do in the remake. That was to build upon the vision, and that's why I guess Dave the joke about if you're going to remake it, remake it, and they add all this other, all these other layers and substance to to her character and everything else. They yeah. don't have that here. Literally, have- she's just she's going to this school, and she is falls victim to this, and she sort of slays the demon, leaves, and we we end. It's you know a very what, you know what though this is a case where the yeah. watching the remake actually helps me appreciate the original more because i never thought to myself i thought oh this is lazy why is why is Susie so susceptible to 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 what's going on there why is she passing out and feeling weak and bleeding and then i'm saying to myself maybe she just has a stronger connection i'm not saying she's she's a mother obviously she's not because of you know where they go in this film but i'm just saying okay maybe she just is more susceptible to them like in the remake so that that just helped me just kind of forgive the fact that they're sort of just like all of a sudden making Susie so susceptible to everything that's going on here. You know, she sees the mother, she sees Albert, she becomes weak. It's like she knows something's going on when all these other girls have been there for years and they're just like, it's strange here, but we'd have no clue. Yeah, but she gets the flash in that scene. I, I love that shot too. When you get that flash and it goes, which, and they're sitting there and she gets that flash in her eyes from that, from that lady cleaning that thing when she's sitting there with Albert. And yeah. You see all the dust particles yeah, in there. The dust, yeah. That scene, that shot is fucking incredible. There's little, little touches like that. I love them. But I always took that as the thing that kind of like messed with her like equilibrium a little bit. It was a flash in her eyes and, you know, jet lag and everything else and coming from a different, a different freaking, you know, uh, time zone. See that I never questioned, but then as it, as the movie progresses, we see that you know this vertigas, this doctor comes in, and I just think that they're doping her up. They're putting something in that wine. They're doing some other stuff, and I think that, and I I'll, I'll meet you on that though, B, because I was thinking this time watching, and I'm like, do you think that they were trying to mold her to be part of them? Because when Tanner comes over to him and she goes, I had no idea you were so strong-willed. My compliments. When she, you know, I was thinking like, is she seeing that in her and saying, hmm, this girl, she's stronger than the other one. She just stood up to freaking modern blank, which nobody ever. Yeah. Uh, maybe I see something in her. I don't know. For the first time I had that thought because of the remake. So I do see what you're well, saying. But because uh, of the remake, but what are they doing there? What was what? the end goal here? It, it is never... They don't even go in that territory, which is what people no. can have problems with. But I, again, I don't because of the way the, maybe because of the way the movie's presented with me, my history with it. As I mentioned, when we did the remake, I haven't seen this movie that many times. I, I Now that I just watched it twice, I think maybe it's now eight, which eight could be a lot comparatively for, you know, people that are not really into film as much. But for a fan of a movie, we know that that is not really all that much. Some people. I don't think have, I've seen it eight times. I think I've maybe really? seen it four or five times. That's well, okay. In a way, this well, movie kind of yeah. should be reserved for special viewings. Yeah. I, I get that. Like, I'm probably going to watch it. I don't know. It's probably a movie I'll watch once a year forever. I, I can't help that. But 
Also, I can't help. I it's a bad thing. No, but like, so we're. I think to to go back to where you guys were talking about her, how she's been weak and whatever. I think they do a good enough job with that. Dave's explanations there, but then we also see the at the end play where she actually makes it through that door as she, she figures out the puzzle and then goes through the door and sees that they're physically doing stuff in that room that has an, a, a physical effect on her. She physically right. sees. She literally well, they're, sees they're, that they at have, that point. Like, at that point, yeah. they're trying to eliminate her because she's so strong-willed and she's so she's gotten further than anyone else ever has. I mean, Pat. You know, right. everyone else seems to get scared off. Whereas that's what they're saying. I think when they say she's so strong-willed, is that she'll stand up and she'll dive deeper. They have to get rid of this American because she's she's close to finding out the truth. Ah. But then. So okay. they feed, they feast, or they've they've killed these the one girl that found out, and she ran out, and that's where we oh, get, entered entered the that's story. Such a, but such a great kill, yeah. That's, that's, that, that's, that, that, that might that kill. might that might be. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Did we, we did top kills, did we? Did well, we? Yeah, it was about, my number one. The I don't know where I, I don't know if I had it or where I had it. I still think Quint from Jaws is my number one, but this is this this is right up there. Everything Quint's, about it. Yeah, this is yeah. I mean, it's just been so long since I've seen it, but fucking amazing. I love the friend too. I love how she like she at first like Pat gets scared by the wind, and she's like, "Calm down, sweetie." And then two seconds later, she freaks out again, and the friend isn't even in the room and starts yelling, "Murderer, murderer!" Like she, immediately like, goes to murder. Yeah, from from well, on edge. Isn't that no? Isn't that like all like after she hears her screaming and the windows have been shattered? Yeah, she and does all yeah, that. She like, does. There, there's... But she went from like, "Calm down, you're on edge, sweetie. Tell me what's going on." To murder. <laughs> Yeah, it is. But aren't they on the third floor? Like that's I've never that part is weird to me. So there is there a a mezzanine, a mezzanine or whatever like a like mezzanine, like a gated. I don't know what I would say. A gated area outside the window that the guy's able to because he he breaks through the window. She ends up in some like. Yeah, he, Alter witch, universe area, pulls her, <laughs> which pulls her outside onto like the balcony Remember? and then drops yeah. her through okay. the window, drops her through okay. the uh, ceiling. Okay, but we're okay. Well, that's it because we're. But no, but she's chased after they break through yeah, the windows true. for the bit. She's chased down this weird little corridor where yep. that's why I said mezzanine because it's like you're right with with yeah, like the gated are. area. Yeah. So like it's I just it was just with the gate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it might where? Be like, like it might be yeah. like a roof type mezzanine rooftop thing with a glass. Okay plate in the middle and stuff because yeah it, you know, it, it's never almost, questioned it it's almost like the shining where you don't question certain things uh that that don't make sense it's almost beautiful in the fact that it doesn't make sense at times the, the you know you're going through so many corridors and hallways inferno does that too there's so many like like how the yes, fuck is does. that there? and it's like inferno well, doesn't have the bombastic type soundtrack and like that's what i'm saying I, i'm distracted not distracted i'm just too focused on the blue in that scene and her going down it and, and the soundtrack and what's happening to ever like ever take that that logical thing in my brain and say, well, how come she's here now? Isn't that weird? That's the way my yeah. mind works sometimes. If I'm if I'm so wrapped up in in the visual and, and the audio, um, sometimes I, it just uh, you know what I mean. It's weird. It, yeah. it takes multiple views, and I still last night I was like, I didn't think of how did she get there. I, I thought, where is she? Just for like a second. And then, but then I'm excited. And again, it's the fucking anxiety of those 14 minutes and everything that's going. I'm excited because I know what's coming up. I'm like, okay, now now here comes the heart. Now we're gonna see that. Now we're gonna see the head bash. Now we're gonna see the scream. And now we're gonna see the double kill and the fucking 
so the the murders uh, the murders are very like like extra grisly the screaming and the sounds and the length of time that these people it's Mm. not quick murder which i think is exactly why this is effective and and probably why it took so long to get a release remember how long it took to get to north america and then i think it was even i don't even know if it came in it was an r-rated version i believe uh, and I think it was, eight, maybe I'm wrong with this, but I thought it was 88, 89, unless you got a bootleg, a, a boot. Maybe you got a boot. <laughs> a boot, you got a boot. <laughs> but no, I remember taking a, a long time. Boot? Yeah, it was a kinky boot. It was red and green and everything. So the, but where I'm going with it is like, as I'm watching it, my wife goes, ah, nothing like the sounds of murder and death in the morning. Because I was rewatching it this morning again. And she she comes down and it's just like, Sunday morning. Like, I got up early because I wanted to watch it again. And she ended up finishing it with me. Uh, and she thought, she thought, uh, she she obviously didn't really know what was going on. I kind of gave her a quick explanation. But it's funny because there's so much time spent with the dancing in the remake. And this one, it, again, everything's in the background. Everything just sort of happened so lucidly, and it works so well here. She's there for five minutes. She dances yeah. for thirty seconds, passes out, and then never dances again. Yeah, it just but it seems to fine. work. And I'm not saying Inferno that. doesn't work, but Inferno tries to follow this, but is a lot messier in in, in that in that realm. Uh, this <laughs> this seems to work and has possibly one of the most terrifying because. You don't, you know, I don't know if a lot of people say Suspiria is scary. I don't think, I don't know if they do. Maybe they did back in the day, but I don't know if they do now. But there's two shots. The shot where she finds her friend and how she looks, where she looks down and it pans down. And the shot of her friend coming back with the knife and coming through the the door. Absolutely terrifying. So terrifying imagery. So evil dead. (laughs) So evil dead before evil dead. Yeah. Yeah. I it agree. Terrifying with so wheels in her eyes, great. her mouth yeah. open, and oh, dude, yeah. That, that is the stuff of nightmares, and he, they encapsulate that, and that, that I don't think a lot of people. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I don't think a lot of people talk about how creepy this is. They talk about the double death. They talk right. about the deaths, but not how scary. And it, it's, yep. it's, it that it pretty much summarizes the scare factor there, because that imagery is terrifying. Yeah, very much. And then when she stabs the witch and the way she looks, you know what it reminds me of? It's 100% what, like, what Fulci started doing when he did the the, uh, the history movies in, in 80, you know, the, the Gates of Hell yeah. trilogy. It's very Fulci-like, the way she looks and the way the witch looks after she gets stabbed, like that that type of makeup effects. My boy, she was eating breakfast. She's like, I, I can't watch this. And I get dunk. It's like, it goes right through her neck. Like <laughs> Oh, it's like a, a pin cushion. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's definitely Fulci, and I definitely think Evil Dead was inspired by this. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, now, this is the VHS. Sure. This came out in 1988. I've told the story before how my friend and I, my friend Scott, who used to always rent them, it was Scott! advertised in the back of Fangoria, and it was advertised as a letterbox edition, and we, we, we split our money, and we ordered it, and it was 1988, and this was the one right here. See? Yeah, I remember that. That national that video. Was the, I, it was in the cult section. It. Yeah, I rented Only it. I didn't buy it. See Suspiria was fucking by ordering that and and have it wasn't at, it wasn't at Video Factory where we rented it wasn't there. But we saw it advertised in the back of Fangoria and I had this. Obviously, the advertisement worked. We're like, oh my god, what is this movie they're talking about? You know, it was it was the first Argento movie I saw and I was hooked right then and there. But the funny thing is, it wasn't even about the colors and and the cinematography and the soundtrack back then. 
it was the kills. It was just wow, look at these fucking kills and how exaggerated they are and everything else. And well, they're orchestrated. Like yeah. before it was just like, typically it was like, we we've talked about the Yeoman and how that decapitation, decapitation happened. And there's certain great, great examples before this, but Argento has a way to, of mastering his kills to make them very cinematic and satisfied. And well, they, he's, build. And I, they build for so long. And I think he even said, I agree, Brandon. I think he, and to add to that, I think he even said, I, I find it beautiful like br- the brutality has to be presented beautifully almost and i agree with that that's what why that one stands out and why opera to me stands out with a keyhole shot and and whatever not oh, yeah. so gory but just so beautifully constructed and, even even daniel's kill the penis in in the uh in the square it's just it lingers oh for so God, long and it's such a great skill oh. and the, and the oh. dog and i think he runs off to join gordon well, the, the cops chase him, and the dog's like, oh. Pete's <laughs> don't <laughs> film me now. <laughs> and, and the one guy still chases him. There's two yeah, guys one, yeah, yeah. yeah, one cop stops with the body, and one continues after the dog. <laughs> the dog he loves been- having blind people or handy, like some sort of, I was going to say handicap, I guess. Yeah, physical, physical or something. I don't even know anymore. Who fucking knows what I can say and what we can't say. But ultimately, some sort of ailment. <laughs> something. Blind, this, demons, inferno, Mr. Hopalong. Blind, not deaf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not that, not deaf, huh? Yeah. I love what him. about when she comes up? Stop, stop. His reaction is is uh, is what we what Dave would refer to as... Uh, um, accidental comedy or, or, or whatever where what? she comes up she's like stop 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 he's like oh, 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 oh. Like, yes. like, like, where, where's the voice coming from he's like she's right dog, beside yeah. him <laughs> I lose that my mind terrible. every time what oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it is great and how about when she's accusing him of all that stuff and he goes stop it you know yeah. what yeah. you know yeah. what that's from that's at the end of a song See, Halloween 3 Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> it's not that, but it's it's a sample of that exact of that. Stop it! And it's at the end of a fucking song. And I don't know if you're familiar with them, but it's Ministry. There's a, oh. a Psalm 69 at the yeah. end of it. Stop it! And that's how the song ends. It's that guy yelling, "Stop it!" It's fucking crazy. That's hilarious. I had that album. Yeah, yeah great stuff. <laughs> yeah, dude. Sarah's killed the slit throat. That's the first. Oh. I, there's no blood. You don't see any blood come from it, but you see the flesh tear, which is amazing. Yeah. I think that I think that might be one of the best slit throats that doesn't have blood because you actually see like the. Ugh. Mm. I was going to see I if I could it. do the the CD thing again and just pull out the ministry one with one oh. like we did with Rage Against the Machine last time. It didn't work. <laughs> Damn, I said, that wouldn't that be cool? I would have told went... you to save your time, even if it worked. It wouldn't. Have been and how about that? Psalm 69 goes back to something we talked about last show. That album, the opening track, New World Order, NWO. NWO. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It could have come up. New World Order. This week. Yeah, a New World Order. Yep. Let me, <laughs> ask, guess- you, let me ask you a question here. When Susie, when Sarah disappears, and Susie, obviously her father, he's like some big diplomat or something. He's always traveling. Is that why her contact is this, uh, this Frank Mandel? The psychiatrist is that how she finds him? Like that's like, how did she find him? She it finds was him so Sarah. weird. Sarah tells tells her that she, I'm gonna hook you up with a uh, talk to my buddy. Remember? But oh, Sarah when they're in the bed. When they're in the bed together. It was before the meeting was or already the pool? set. Oh, what was it for? 
I don't remember. All oh, I know because, is that was, uh, because she was just she on edge, no, maybe. Because remember, she said that she had notes and she was in a, a give them to her and uh, yeah, uh, Pat notes. gave her the notes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's how that came up, and she was supposed to meet with him, but okay. she so, goes missing. So she. But why does she go missing? So that's my question: Is why the Sarah part, other than to add but another she goes great? Exploring. Yeah, she she figures out She's the footsteps. Around. She figures out the footsteps. They go this yeah. way when they should go that way if they're leaving. She hears. So she's um, the one that writes. Is she the one that gives the notes of the steps? Or yeah, is that yes. okay? That's her, and she hears. Um, what's her name? She hears. Um, Marcos. She hears the directress is there. They tell her. They tell her the directress is like not even in the from the snoring. Yeah, but she remembers. Snoring. She hears the snoring. Uh, sorry, I just need. I needed to be refocused. The, make, the makeshift yes. dorm in the uh, it is really cool with the the yeah. shadows and the lighting in there with the red. Oh, I love yeah. it. Yeah, I, you know what that inspired? That that Revenge of the there. Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Revenge of the Nerds. Scene. I wrote it down right here. I said, "This is fucking nerds." <laughs> I want to. I want to get it combined. I, I want that shot set up, but instead of having them two talking, have the colors and stuff. But then yeah. cut to that conversation where um where Lewis goes over to Gilbert and says, "Lewis, I'm sorry, I snapped at you earlier today. Let's go to bed." <laughs> Someone could do it. I think it would be great. And then behind there, after they go to bed. Focus in on the snoring in the fucking red light. <laughs> and have nerds in Suspiria. Revenge of the Nerds 4. Nerds in Suspiria. <laughs> you do that. Just put a red filter on them. <laughs> yeah, and then you can have, what do you call it? Then you can put the red filter on and add the basketball, go into the chili, and then go against the fucking white things like it does. <laughs> you, you're going to eat that? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, it's definitely Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, yeah, I was I was confused about that about how how she met up with with him, but okay. And I hope I'm not wrong. No, you you probably are. It doesn't it doesn't matter because even even if there was nothing said, once Sarah disappeared, she was trying to find out where she was. So she would have contacted somebody, and maybe he was a contact because you know he was her patient, and the father's always away. So maybe mm-hmm. like you know even worst case scenario like that's it, and then she meets with him and. You know, he turns him onto the professor, turns her onto the professor friend Milius, who, who gives the whole exposition about the witches, the coven, the snake. Yeah, and that's all you need, in my opinion. That's the only exposition you need is what's said there. You learn about the three mothers. All you need to know is that these people are witches. It used to be a school of occult and fucking dance. Then eventually they claim that the occult part was banned, the occult, excuse me, and it goes, it goes just to. To, you know, to a ballet academy or a dance academy. That's all you need to know. These people are witches. They he explains everything you need to know about these type of witches. They just they're they're money hungry. They just want this and they had the other thing. And here they are. And there you go. This is uh, Imelda Marcos, and this is what happened. You know. Yeah. No, I I don't disagree. I just think it, it it's funny. From a again, it adds to the unique structure of the film because of the way it's presented and told that you really just get that five minute chunk at about the hour, hour and five mark. And that's fine. And I'm okay with it. I'm just saying it, right. it's just, I think the remake took that and then built that whole opening to it to, to kind of lead into, to the story more. Um, and, you know, I, upon retrospect, again, I'm, I'm, I have to go back to revisit it again. It, it made me appreciate the remake for what it tried to do differently to add to the um, the already two, set. Two different great films. 
in my yeah. opinion. I and I, ne- and I never, yeah, I know you guys have stood that, and I, I came down a little harder. I was only at like six and a half mark for the remake, but I will revisit it again because it, it. this, the simplicity of the structure uh, works in its favor. And now I kind of respect the fact that the remake decided to build upon it uh, yeah. in, in some really cool ways, actually. So, uh, but yeah, I, yeah I, t- I, tying in with the, tying in with the times and tying in a lot more character yeah, development. Seventy seven. Yeah. yeah, and of course, you know, just adding the uh, Germany. Yeah, Germany and the uh, the what's his name? The character that she plays, the psychiatrist Hans. That's not Hans. Hans, Hans <laughs> <Bobby>. <laughs> but Doctor. I can't remember. Doctor Mixture. I don't know. Doctor Mixture. Doctor Oshawa. Yeah. I mean, Oshawa. truth be oh. told, this is a this is a solid mild rumble. I mean. No, <laughs> I'm at a, I'm at full body convulsions. <laughs> so Whatever you want to kill Elena Marcos? Ah, they must be the American girl. <laughs> have you, you know have what? you watched the movie in Italian with the subtitles? The witch's voice at the end is almost creepier. Although my wife did say it sounded like a mob boss, mod, mob boss witch. <laughs> What's her description? You know that was a hooker. Really, you know that was like, like a, a lot of smoking. It was like a, an 80 or a 90 year old freaking hooker that, yeah, was, that our general it found. It was TJ. <laughs> TJ. <laughs> and that's what that hook was actually resembling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just which is nothing but a bitch. <laughs> I don't think I've seen it in the Italian dub. I don't even know if I, I, I got to have it on one of these. I have the DVD, the blue, the 4K. It's got to be somewhere. Huh. He's got the CED, no. the CBD, the THC. <laughs> I'm so used to the fucking the voice the voiceover though. It's it's part of the charm of the movie. I can't imagine another. Oh boy, that's weird. Where do you have it? It's on it's on your DVD. No, you uh, it might, actually, it might be. <laughs> I haven't re- revisited. It's the version that I have digitally. Somebody it's Italian. Wow. I was looking for my <laughs> phone. Oh, okay. You're like all over the place. Sweet. I'll justice. say this with with Marcos's reveal and everything. That whole scene is fantastic. I just wish with, I mean, I know she's old and decrepit, but she's so powerful that, like, I don't know. It's like once the lightning strikes, she sees her in bed. I just wish it was just a little bit more, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? It was, like, so easy. That, like, right? That was my, uh, for years, for years, that was my one complaint about the movie. It's not bad. I don't, I don't think I would. Drop, I don't, yeah. Not anymore. Now I I, I've come to not, love it and not care. Um, yeah, I don't. Like, I don't really care. I'm not really complaining about it, but it still seems like she's so powerful, she's invisible, then the light strikes and you see, like, her fucking outline. Like, it's you, just know what I, so... you know what it is to me, B? It's, this movie is supposed to be a, an adult fairy tale, if you will. Everything about it is fairy tale-like. And the end of the movie, that's the way a fairy tale thing would end, like a Grimm's fairy tale, something like that. You learn about the mystery, the three Irish here, you go in a secret doorway, this, that, the other thing, these people are trying to cast a spell on you, you look, oh, the light struck it right? I can see this, like, in the written word even, you know what I mean? <laughs> struck the light just just, just right to see the outline of her. Oh, here's your here's your chance, Alice. You know what I mean? Fucking stab. It's very fairy tale-like. This. Yeah. What about a Grimsby fairy tale? <laughs> <laughs> That's all he wanted to do, is get that joke at That's that all time. Like this, yeah. It. And I agree, I, Dave. That's exactly it. And I love how these movies just end. She walks out. The thing's in flames. Done. The end. Credits roll. They should have shown everybody coming back from the bowl show and been like, 
what the fuck did you do, Susie? <laughs> yeah. Where are we going to dance tomorrow? We're going to dance yeah. at Christian's house. Yeah. <laughs> you have been watching Suspiria. Yeah, you yeah. have been watching Suspiria. Thank you. Yeah. It's fucking uh, I, I forgot. Here's, here's a, <laughs> that's a question of mine. Why wasn't she invited to to go out dancing? To go, oh, Miss Tanner obtained tickets for everybody. Remember that lady told her? How, and how come she didn't get tickets? Because they were planning to get rid of her. So they were just going to let her stay home in, in her and room? And kill her. And whack her? Okay. Yeah. They did it behind her. Back. And obviously, what's his name does speak English, even though Miss Tanner fucked with him. And says, Pablos. oh, God, isn't, isn't he ugly? Yeah. And then he gets Because <laughs> at the end of the movie, he's, he's taking the English direction, and they're talking to him. And yeah. then you see him die, poor bastard, fucking with his eyes rolling. Oh, yeah. bleep. Poor bad. Well, he was a thief. He really likes <laughs> that lighter, right? Eh? Yes. <laughs> yeah. He Watch him. He likes that lighter. He does. Well, He's going to use it to find you later. Uh, anyway, indeed. it's funny because, like you said, they give you enough enough substance. It's a lot of style, but a lot of fantastic style. Like this is where you get the the colors that everybody talks about when they're when they're trying to copy Jalov movies nowadays. Uh, yeah, it, it comes really from from this movie, and so ultimately, um, I don't think it's a big surprise. I've gone slightly up and down a little bit, uh, but I'll I'll give it a ten out of ten today. Uh, I've been at nine and a half, nine and a half range, but I'm like, well, well, just because I wanted something more at the end or something like, what I'm going to base it on what my experience was this time watching it two times in a row. Ten out of nice. 10. Wow. Well, I'm going to, before, you guys know where I'm going to go, but I, I want to go, I want to mention some of my notes, the things that I, I thought were funny, some some praise I want to give. Do you realize in the beginning when he says, where are you going, when he gets picked up in the cab, which, God, oh, I can't fucking put that scene over enough, the first fucking, anyway, when he goes, where are you going, and she says, Escherstraza, and all that, you know what that's all about? That's the one thing I know, is that. He he is a fan uh, of the artist M.C. Escher, and that's what this movie was trying to do with some of the designs and things like that, and, and the corridors, the hidden court, and the puzzles, and all that. It was a, a nod to fucking Escher. That's why it was called. Any Escher relation Stra- to M.C. Hammer? <laughs> M.C. Hammer Strasse. Yes. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, what the hell? Oh yeah, the fourteen minutes Pat thing. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Okay. Yeah, he does speak English. I said that. Here's what. Okay. How come she says, why doesn't she, why the fuck does Olga throw her out? And first yeah, of I all, I never understood that. <laughs> Olga's apartment is fucking amazing. Uh, they, we, we're introduced to her and her. Olga doesn't throw her out. That's why she's so confused. She's like, well, I could have gone over. They used her getting sick. So they concocted her getting lightheaded. That's why I'm saying they're already doing things. They made her get lightheaded and sick there so they could put her in the room that they had ready for her. And then they got the, the, the shit back from Olga's apartment and brought it back for her. That's why she's so confused. Uh, but I could have gone. Oh. That, like, and that's that's how I read it. They just never oh, had another wow. scene with her and Olga talking to say they probably could have had one going. Well, I would have come back and and they just never went to revisit that. And that's what wow. leads into into them doing what they need to do. And then so they just punishment the shit for back. her standing up to Blanc. OK, so wow, that's I'm glad I mentioned that because I, I, I never knew unless, you know, maybe it was COVID or something. She's like, well, these sick get the fuck out. You know what I mean? I was thinking, yeah. holy shit, well, what's up with that? Wow. She doesn't talk to Olga about it, but she does talk to her friend no. saying, oh, I guess she thought I was contagious or so, right. or it was contagious. So I, that's how they uh, sort of explain sick. it. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'll tell you what, I do love her apartment. All the fucking the whites and the blacks and her wallpaper on the wall. It's fucking, yeah. the well, set she, pieces of this movie are fucking astounding. She comes There's from no a rich problem. family, but even in the uh, in, Inferno, it's like, have you ever seen music students and fucking uh and just young people with such gorgeous apartments even in inferno <laughs> it's like are you kidding me these are like yeah. multi-million dollar apartments and they're like i'm a music student at the university yeah. like get the fuck right? out of here that's why you watch movies <laughs> they're so awesome it's, it's like, being a, it's about... like being a candy tester in canada you live yeah. in a fucking 10 million dollar <laughs> apartment what do you do for i i, I eat sour patch kids <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> but that's what it is. It's all about him building these fucking beautiful sets. There doesn't even have to be logic to that. It's like, look at this. Even the way they make Olga look, they do her hair almost like Princess Leia style in that fucking scene. And I love her wallpaper. I wish I could find that fucking wallpaper. I think it's awesome. I love all that stuff, you know? It's the, Ol- it's the Olga series on the Martha Stewart page. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do I have? That's where the inspiration for Shrek came from. Because Sh- Shrek's, he's a, he's a green Olga. <laughs> I've got to move to my next location soon, so I hope it's. Uh, I hope your next location is retirement. How about when Madame Blanc is talking to her and, and she's giving her the, the discussion about um, you know, secrets and irises, <laughs> and her her words are, <laughs> I don't know what the words secret and irises mean either. <laughs> like she never heard of those words before. Secret, like she's learning a new language. I know what you mean, but she just means in the context of what I know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But just the way he's delivered, that's what she says. I don't know what the word secret and irises mean either. (laughs) It always makes me laugh. I don't know. And and there's that that scene. I never know. Well, I notice it, but that that that, that laughter that's on the other side of the door in the green scene when fucking when what's her name is when Susie's sick and Sarah's fucking trying to get her out of bed I, I you pick up on that laughter on the other side of the door it's fucking terrifying man mm. anyway do we really have to to flip spots now well though, if it's you so want to finish if it depends on how many notes you've left cuz if we could wrap this up oh, just a couple things okay yeah just a few things i got yeah okay so okay here's a question though and <laughs> Sarah's chase and death it's fucking incredible. Everything about it from the from the beginning to end. But here's the here's the question: Did Blank not know? Was she doing that for the camera, or was she? Did she not know that fucking what's her name took off? Remember, they're walking down the stairs, and well, Sarah's gone. Second watch in a row, same thing. Because she's talking to people that would have been in a no if it was the master plan. And I noticed that too. They're talking like, what could have happened? They're not talking to police. They're not talking to anybody else like a student. They're talking to the inner circle that would have all been part of it. So that's literally for us, the viewer, to be a misdirection or thrown off story structure-wise. Even though there's really no story to worry about at this point because we don't know really what's going on. But you're right. It is bizarre because she's walking it with is. people that would have been in the know but, so but she's Sarah talking about is below but pardon me yeah Susie is below them they're walking down the stairs and Susie is in the hallway below the stairs so did they yeah. know she was there or were they saying that so she would hear that that's my other idea maybe I mean they fill her in a little bit more detail later uh and the police are there questioning people at that point right that's where and then because that's where Susie ends up um or Sarah, I'm sorry, ends up saying, oh, I saw her leave it at 11 o'clock last night. And she said, so it was 11 p.m. then. And then she says, yeah, because she hears that but, conversation yeah. it's way across the room. Remember, she's about to go up the stairs. Yeah. They're on the other side of the room. So maybe, maybe, maybe but it, yeah. But. 
I don't know. Uh, I I love the expression about about um bad luck. Bad luck is is brought on by not bar, not brought on by broken mirrors, but by broken minds. It's always been one of my favorite quotes from a movie. And that's all I got. The fucking the peacock thing at the end is fucking beautiful. That that crystal peacock. It's fucking and then the way that room looks and the colors. And we can just go on and on. It's just well, that's, a, it's a massive that's where the the Katy Perry song. Let me see your peacock, 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 peacock. That's where it came from. She's <laughs> like, really? <laughs> you should have put her on the remake and put her in that scene. Yeah, yeah. Forget Tom York. Let me see your peacock, peacock. <laughs> peacock. <laughs> I, love, I love Brandon's reaction. It's like, what the hell are we talking? Like, let's get anyway, out of here. Anyway, <laughs> ten out of ten fucking my and my top five movies so whatever i think it's amazing nothing else touches that people try they want to say whatever they want to but the, the work that must have gone into this movie i, I don't even know if fucking our general was the same person before and after I, I think he put so much into it but 10 out of 10 amazing seriously but i feel bad going nine and a half so i'll go ten <laughs> but uh, i was thinking nine really? and a half as well yeah, uh, I was, at some point coming but... in at nine and a half but i'm like you know what a half a fucking point. I'll give it a perfect score. Yeah, wow. it, it, it's the experience. I mean, again, it's so much. Fun. Honestly, you yeah, yeah, from a visual standpoint, nothing has duplicated this before. And Christian's got to get the fuck out of his room. Someone's yeah. standing there. He's got a fucking manicarino behind him. Manicarino. <laughs> I'm getting wrenched. But yes, perfect score. We'll be back in like two seconds, just so that we I can shift. Okay, so. The Fangoria collection continues because uh, I read the article, that Cisco and Ebert article, and I was going to come here and talk about it, but there's so much in it, I, I'm going to have to highlight it and everything else. Otherwise, I'll read the whole article, which wouldn't be terrible, but I mean, I don't know. But it was in highlight it because then that Fangoria will turn into a highlights magazine. <laughs> and I don't want to highlight it. <laughs> I do not want to put a highlighter in my fucking phone. My Back in the highlight again. But the bottom line is this. Whoa. Check it. This dude, <laughs> the editor of this magazine, or the so-and-so, it wasn't Tony Timponi. I forgot who it was. But he did go to Cisco's place in Chicago or whatever the hell it was and had a sit-down conversation with him. And there's all kinds of stuff in there, and, and, and Ebert's there too. And there is some stuff in there. And, it's again, we don't have time. I could probably highlight certain things and read them out, but as I'm reading, it was really good, and I wanted to revisit it because, again, I don't, th- I don't know about you guys. I didn't know about, I knew about later on and how it was discussed in, you know, social media and, and people put out the videos, and I don't, didn't know that at the time that there was backlash from horror fans to these people when they were doing this because what else is there? There was no, no media for them to really be vocal about it except for this. So Fangoria. They put they put an article in in uh, issue number eight about this about the things they were saying and they started getting letters and letters and letters from then on and it, it uh, eventually led to this and them having a sit down with them so I'm gonna try to chrono you know do the whole thing and get into it so what I did was I it's an episode eight episode <laughs> it's an issue eight is where it was um the first one and it, it's it's too pricey to get them I've decided that I'm going to get episodes one through one hundred. And then stop. Because episode 100... Just like our show. <laughs> that's pretty much when it ended for me. Because issue 100... <laughs> our show, we're going to stop. Exactly. 
Issue 100. When the fuck did it come out? I remember like yesterday. It's a gold cover. has Freddy Glove coming out of the zero for the second. I yeah. fucking love that. Man. I but can't believe it. It came out 10 years after the original. One. I think it was 1990. Okay. All joking aside. The magazine did? Yeah, 1990, well, I believe, see. was issue 100. Hmm, okay. Well, let's see. When the fuck did it come out? I'm trying to get a good picture of it, and, and I can't. Well, either way, I want it to basically be, you know, because I think it was like 91, which was perfect for me. That was the year I graduated, and that's when horror started going to shit. So it's like, I don't need to read about the horror in the 90s. And Fangora, for me, again, it's like everything. It's all about nostalgia. So, oh, there it is. March 91. It's perfect. Okay. I freaking, you know, I graduated in August 91. So I just might collect one through 100 because that was, you know, the 80s is when I was running most of my movies and everything changed after the 90s. So I think that's what I decided to do. So I was looking at them and I couldn't find, they're hard to get the first 10 issues at a good price. I did come across episode, fuck, how many fucking times am I going to say it? I did, I did come across issue number 13 for like less than $10. And it was cool. I happened to find it on Etsy. So I ordered it. It's weird. The things you find if you play around and you go to Mercari and you go to eBay and you go to Amazon and you go to Etsy, some things are high. It's like the stock market. You just got to buy at the right time and, and see what's up and, and see what people are offering. But I found a cheap episode fucking <laughs> 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 uh, issue 13 so i know that the letters are going to be in there issue sounds 13. like i have a lot of issues Mingo, <laughs> I, I do so i'm going to continue to read more about the backlash of that and then eventually get to this episode this issue here 15 <laughs> How many fucking Dave's, ha- Dave's having a bad episode right now. <laughs> He's got to talk to his doctor about all his issues. <laughs> Holy cow. And then get to this and then read the article at the end is what, is what I'll do. So I won't, I won't touch so much on any of this. Put your dick away and get back on camera. What are you doing? Well, I think it's just my connections. So. He's having issues of his own, poor guy. Uh-huh. So we can still do a little bit for fun. We'll still do a little living dead male. And um, and see what the hell we have, you know? Uh, <laughs> oh, wow, how about this one? I hope I didn't read this before. But we almost covered this movie, and it got a little more votes. It got more votes than what do you call it got? What the hell was that one that C did that got no votes? <laughs> Crow's Nest. <laughs> <laughs> Season of the Witch, I think, at least had, like, you know, seven votes or something. Hey, at like least that. you both have had a movie that's won. That's yeah. true. We're going to be talking about Inferno next, Dave. Don't forget that. Yeah, that was your movie. Inferno, indeed. Yeah, this guy. That started this whole damn thing. Well, anyway. Okay. This is called Romero's Riff Raff. And this is a, an, e- an email. I keep saying episode and <laughs> fucking email. I can't go back to the 80s and say issue and mail. Holy fuck. It's crazy. Okay. <laughs> so, I just finished viewing George A. Romero's Season of the Witch along with Disney's production of Sleeping Beauty. To my surprise, Sleeping Beauty was scarier, had better characters, and was even bloodier. (laughs) Needless to say, I was disappointed after seeing his dead movies. Oh, no, I was disappointed, period. After seeing his dead movies, I thought that this Romero flick would have at least some gore. I thought wrong, and what a boring mistake it was. Looks like it's time for another ghoulishly gruesome viewing of blood-sucking freaks, no offense, George. Hmm. This guy complains 
that there's no Gorzies in the movie. Nice to see nothing's changed in what thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's about was that Nudie who wrote that thirty years ago? Nudie, uh, John Bukowski. Nope, nope, he's from Connecticut. Nope. Oh, okay. Unless it, it could be though. But the thing is, seriously, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> it could in 1988, you know, when this comes out, I don't know. There was a lot of gore going around, but isn't it odd that someone's gonna gonna complain because Season of the Witch is a psychological movie and not? And I still haven't seen it. That's why I put it on the list. I've never seen Season of the Witch. I have the Blu-ray here, too. I, I, enjoy, I, it. I enjoy it a lot. I think I might enjoy it more than most, but on a bloody movie, go watch Bloodsucking Freaks. Well, yeah. I, not, every, yeah. not everything is gore, but at that time, gore was just so prevalent that, you know, I understand. Okay, so uh, here's another one. Wither Fulci. Okay. Whatever happened to the godfather of gore, Lucio Fulci? I found the answer a couple of days ago while browsing in my local video store. Suddenly, I skimmed across a stupid title called Challenge to White Fang. Guess who directed it? I wouldn't have believed it either. Lucio Fulci. What the hell is he doing directing Disney ripoffs? Is he finally getting a soft stomach? I like to see him back to doing his usual gore fest, not low-budget kitty features that are rated PG. Wow. Yeah, we do know that Fulci went other other places. It is kind of odd, though, right? He does have a has like a hundred movies under his belt. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, then go watch New York Ripper for the tenth fucking time. People drive me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Even people then, from now, 1980. Yeah, <laughs> these people sound worse than today's people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've What's got... the name of this movie? He said he directed something. Uh, White Fang, the Revenge of Challenge. White Fang. <laughs> challenge to White Fang. Yeah, a Disney ripoff, he says. I don't even see it. I, I don't know. It really, it doesn't even come up on the V. Challenge to White Fang. Oh, wait, here, here it is. Challenge it is White... odd, though. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Uh, it's a 1974 movie. Oh, really? So yeah. it, this was done before he did fucking <laughs> a lot of his horror movies, right? Yeah, how, I mean, this is weird. Challenge to White Fang came out in 1975. It probably didn't come to video. Until this time, I guess. Because you know how it is. You know, maybe they... Who is somebody in it special that was big in the 80s? I don't think so. But how can you complain about a movie he did four years before he did Zombie, City of the Living Dead, The Black Cat, The Beyond, House by the Cemetery, New York Ripper? Right. You know, this guy, all in a row. He probably didn't know. The Yeah, well, the thing is, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say with him, but I'm going to play the devil's advocate and just say that maybe this movie wasn't released on video, until this guy saw it sometime in 88 and, and, and didn't know. Didn't oh, know Franco Nero's in it. Challenge to White Fang. Fuck him, hating on a Franco Nero film. Hmm. Challenge to White Fang. I'm going to type it in. Challenge to White Fang VHS and, and see what it oh, looks no, like. I don't take the collecting. challenge. No, I don't want to buy it. I just want to see. <laughs> there you go. Rare out of print. It came out in 86. Trans World Entertainment. Okay. So that's Trans right. world. So you can't say that. Before it's done. Yep. Directed by Lucian Fulci. Trans world entertainment. Directed by Elliot Page. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> I'm covering my face in shame because I know I shouldn't have made that joke. Shame, so shame. Uh, so the cover of it does show. It says, that, it says an old man's promise, a young boy's hope, a brave dog's courage. 
So it does kind of seem like a Disney ripoff thing. You know what I mean? It is. It's his version of White Fang, I think. I don't even know what White Fang is, so. It's a Disney. But, oh, really? Well, if you want it, $20 plus two eighty eighty shipping or best offer on eBay. So it's, it's out of print. Put in a dollar for Christian. I don't know if there's any mold on there or not, but, you know. Speaking of mold, mold free. what happened. <laughs> I fucking finally settled, and I got the poster for the movie Offerings, because I love that cover with the fucking the bloody box and the, the kids holding. Because, like, the, the VHS was always ridiculously expensive. I couldn't find it at a good price. So, like, these last nine that I bought are just movies that I could never, you know, get a good price on the VHS, so I'll hang up the 11 by 17. Wouldn't you know in the fire sale last night... Or not even the fire sale. Someone just put it up. There's a $5 freaking offering because there's mold on it. If I just would have waited a week, I would have had the VHS of mold. Of well, you can still have it if you want, but if you have the but seven, again, you don't need it. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to be discerning, and I only have, like, a few spots left. So I'm like, well, if I had, like, that's why I took the one down last night, the, the uh, what was it, visiting hours. I'm like, well, I already have the poster up. Yeah. I, I, I want to make sure there's still a couple of, you know, White whales that I call them that that, that I want to get my hands on that that I want to post somewhere in this room, but anyway, yeah, white fang. So that that's my guess. It came out. He saw it in '86, and you probably figured this is what he's doing now, not even thinking that it was. Oh, man. I couldn't even look at the back of the box and see made in 1974. Hey, it's the '80s. You just see a movie pop up and you think it's a new movie. You know, it's '88 sense. too. It's not the beginning of VHS. It's 1988. This movie came out was released in 86 or after, and I don't know. I'll play devil's advocate. He he just thought it was a new movie. I don't like but this guy. What did Fulci do after? When did he stop doing horror? Did he ever come back? Oh no, he wasn't stopped. his last movie? Didn't he die doing like Black Cat or something? Or am really? I way the fuck? Uh, Cat in the Brain. Cat in the Brain right. was one of his last ones. I had to move again. I was not getting good reception. Are you in the bathroom now? Are they in the, she's in the shower like Jason in that picture. Yeah, you want to unblur your background there? <laughs> he's, he's got a fucking stall in his house, this guy. Well, you got two floors, a fucking bathroom stall, elevators. Yeah. Elevators, yeah. <laughs> he's in the maid's quarters right now. Good, he froze. <laughs> with his face! With a stupid fucking grin on his face. Damn it! With a stupid grin on his face. Dave was about to get his camera ready to. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> Sucks to be you two. Oh yeah. You got offer it. Offer accepted. No for offer what? accepted. For the mold. Um, I just paid four. I just paid four dollars on eBay for issue forty-two of Fangoria. Yes. Dave's become a crazy. Dave, Dave, you and Christian have become crazy collectors. You're collecting like everything now. Well, the problem with the Fangorias is they want 25 bucks shipping for those. It sucks. So, like, I get screwed. Oh, you're talking about any any issue shipping. I thought you meant the new ones. Anything. It's Everything seems to be 25 bucks shipping or or whatever. I'm like, it's a magazine. Well, come out of your territory once in a while and then join the rest of the world. Yeah. (laughs) F yourself. Oh, I'm so excited. This is great. Episode 42. Episode. I I cannot fucking stop. I'm never going to stop. Yeah. Unbelievable. And guess what's on the cover? Company of Wolves. The VHS. The VHS I bought last night for $10. Company of Wolves is on the cover of the Fangoria. Uh, and you can cancel your VHS. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, if I have the 11 by 17, then I don't need the VHS or the Fangoria. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I got them all. Oh, what a life we're living, huh? Man, the 80s all over again. It's great. 
Okay. Start collecting something now. You guys are really? collecting everything. How about uh, right? like scissors and, and fucking barber shops, <laughs> like supplies, <laughs> maybe some gel. Oh, sorry, Just got something called COVID down here. I know Canada likes to say they're on lockdown, even though they have three cases in the whole territory. <laughs> <laughs> the whole territory. <laughs> we went on lockdown because a moose coughed. <laughs> <laughs> This Here's guy, a funny you one. You can make a joke Gentle because he went, he went out last night. There was guys doing hibachi. You don't go to hibachi grill if there's COVID. No, I went all over to. I went to pick up. I went to pick it up. <laughs> I know I you did. It up and I, I yeah, got the hell out of like, there. There's like fifteen thousand nah, people, people hibachi. I know that's stupid. Don't even get me started. It's a real touchy subject of me and my household right now. With what, eating COVID. out? No, hibachi? people doing dumb, dumb shit and causing fucking COVID for loved ones because they can't fucking stay home. I know. It's 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 it's, it's everywhere. It's it's the I didn't want to bring it up. No, it is. <laughs> no, my fucking father has it. How about that? Yeah. Oh, Eighty two fucking years old because my dumbass motherfucking sister two weeks ago has to go out and watch the Bills game in a bar, putting pictures up like the dumbass that she is, with her and her friends not wearing masks in a bar. And then my father goes to her house the next day. We find out she has COVID. And then we're up his ass because he's not getting tested. And then we get tested yesterday. My fucking father has COVID. 82 years old because these motherfuckers. See, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is he okay? Is he feeling okay? He does feel okay considering he had some things. That he's not like down and out yet. But now we're going to drop off some things at his house, outside his apartment. We're going to do our best to take care of him. But uh, heaven forbid this... I can't even. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I wasn't sorry. I didn't mean to bring it up. I didn't mean it. No, no, no. I'm sorry for bringing airing it out. I just because I'm I'm really angry about it, you know. And I I just anyway. A fucking dog. You're my dog. Yeah. So drinking people, water. Huh? A dog drinking okay. water. I guess you can't hear. It. Good. The dog's going to town on his water bowl. It's like right behind me. And all I can hear. Is... The cat drinks water so delicately. <laughs> this dog drinks water. It's like a mess all over the place. <laughs> That's a dog from Susperia. Yes, the one that ran away. <laughs> I've been chasing him through the house all morning, biting through my wife's neck. <laughs> uh, unreal. Okay, I'll, I'll read one more um, letter. Dental dilemma. Not that I am bad rapping the Lost Boys. I hope there's a sequel. He says. <laughs> it's so funny to see this stuff in retrospect. You'll get one direct a video in a few decades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not that I am any expert on vampires, dentistry, or makeup, but it seems to me the vampires have their fangs on the wrong teeth. <laughs> uh, fangs are canines and therefore are third from the front, not second. Did Greg Canham deliberately switch them so as to boost a refreshing visual style, or did he just flub it? Wally Tomaszewski. <laughs> from florida <laughs> hey wally get a fucking life <laughs> yeah, that's true though yeah you put pen to paper for that wally <laughs> is wally a patron <laughs> we should we should see if we can find wally and get him on the show that yeah. would be a cool segment if you could find some of these people and get them look them up on facebook do it right now wally yeah. Thomas Suzuki. Let me. I'll type him in. See if he exists. And if so, hey, Wally, say, hey did you write a letter it? to Fangoria thirty years ago? We want to talk to you about it. Inside scoop with Wally. T O M A S Z. Wally Canine. 
best. Oh, I used to get that song by Moldy VHS. That's fucking Walster. <laughs> I got a moldy copy of the Lost Boys here. What is this? Cut box loving fink. <laughs> cut box. I forgot about cut box. Oh, fucking well, God. there are two people with that name. Uh, let's Friend see. them both. <laughs> Seattle from Lansing, Illinois. No, that this guy's from Florida. Hmm. They might have moved. Another one. Years. This guy's in California. Yeah, but this is where they're it's from. Grave. <laughs> Places these live, California. No, I don't think he's around. Damn, we should do. We should do that though. We should start looking up these people and see if we can get them to come on and, and talk about their fangoria, <laughs> their comments. Be a funny right. segment. What state of mind were you in when you decided to write to a fucking horror magazine? <laughs> <laughs> Fango responded, too. They said, since when do vampires follow the rules of common medical and dental knowledge? <laughs> no, but it's true, though. If you think about having your fangs on the second teeth over, it, it, it wouldn't be practical for biting. Didn't Barlow have them in this front, too? What about Peter? See, Barlow had like the rat thing where it's like a front two teeth. Peter's 8,000 years old. He will not be attending the house meeting. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about cats? Where do cats, where are cats' fangs? Why do we got to talk about cats? I don't know. Where are cats' we're gonna eyes? Talk about, we're going to talk about Memories cats in the next Memories yeah. the corner of my mind. I don't even know how that song goes. I always have like one line of a song in my head and I never know the rest. Like, do you hear the people sing? No, because I'm not listening. That was Hey, don't make fun of Lame Is. Did you say Lame Is? Oh, it's from that show? Yeah. Or Play, whatever the fuck it is. I think, I don't know if Liz really wanted this, but I do have one of the songs. She mentioned that she would like to hear one of the songs that I sing when I have to go to the washroom. And I think it is something that goes along because usually I don't think of it until I'm actually going to the washroom and then it just pops in my head and I sing it in my head because I'm crazy. I've realized that I've gone insane. And it's like, I got to shit my pants from New York to France. Everybody dance. Do the shit in your pants prance. <laughs> I've got to shit my pants from New York to France. Everybody dance. Do the shit the pants prance. Shit my pants from New York to France. Everybody dance. Do the shit the pants prance. That's the song. Wow. That's Shit's one of the, the songs friends. I sang. Yeah. You make Did you make I, it up? I made that. Did I make that up? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I did. Yes. And there should okay. be a there know, should be like a like the Humpty dance or something like that. We should, we have to get a dance to go along with it. You put a little funky beat behind that and I I'm telling you to the top. I know the dance too. <laughs> You take your hands like this, and you put them behind your body, and you put them on your one on each ass cheek, and you go like this, and you, and you move yourself. <laughs> I, I can't do it on the camera, but I could totally see women digging that kind of dance. They put their hands on their boobies, and, and they. <laughs> I'll show another time, but the shit then, your pants prance. Yeah, the shit the pants prance, and then there was. Uh, oh, I'm not going to have the voices. Dave would do this justice. I'm not going to be able to do it justice. It's black hole bung, not unsung. <laughs> black hole bung. <laughs> I guess I couldn't hear the rest. Okay, continue. Okay, so it's black hole bung, not unsung. I'm in so much pain. Black hole bung, not unsung. That unsung. Black hole bun. <laughs> That's what you were thinking. Black hole bun. Black it's hole block, bun. It's block, block, block hole bun. How about black hole bun 
won't you come oh, yeah. and take away my pain? <laughs> there you go. That would have been a better lyric. That would be verse two. <laughs> what about asshole son? Asshole son, won't you come and bring me more TP? Asshole son, I feel bad I'm for my son, all <laughs> out thanks to you. Asshole son! <laughs> you can blame your son for using up all the TP. Because Lord knows that happens to me with the fucking wrench. <laughs> Those are two examples of the songs that go through my head when I'm shitting my pants. Fuck, I'm going to make up some songs now. I never thought to do this. It's fun, though. And it's fun. <laughs> it's Black fun. And... I'm going to be singing Black Hole Bung a lot. It was Black Hole, and then I, I changed it to Block Hole Bung. <laughs> a Block Hole Bung. Yeah. Even, be- even better for why won't you come and take away my pain because yeah. you're blocked. Exactly. Oh, oh, yes, you're blockage. <laughs> yeah. There oh, you go. Okay. There's so many variations we could do of the song. Maybe we'll have you're like right. the, the, the B-sides and rarities where it'll be like some offshoots. <laughs> B-sides and rarities. A rock group. That would be awesome. Uh, anyway, sorry, I don't know where that came from, from your Fangoria read to me singing while some shit in my pants. No, that's good. That's okay. I had to come to an end anyway. We had some questions that, that we were talking about. They're probably going to be answered on some future show. We just uh, put them out there and uh, maybe like on a special show when we just do do questions and, and BS and have no reviews. And there was one I really wanted to answer because it got me so excited when I read it. But I'll, I'll, I'll answer that one specifically next show because we got to get to well, this, Which one? This so one. that I, well, I'll prepare for all yeah, of Yeah, so them. we can prepare so, for it. Yeah. Well, uh, it was I, something that... Okay, well, hold on. Now I have to go and look. Do, 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 he, was, he was so excited he doesn't remember what it is. <laughs> no, I can't put the – I can't say the words. Oh, speaking of – look look at look what I found. A VHS oh. find in the wild on Etsy. Look at this, guys. What is that? Uh, I need it over. Right in front of the see. camera. Yeah. There, oh, hey, Ghost Dad. Ghost Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost Dad, 275. I, I almost got it. <laughs> oh, shit. You should put that on your horror shelf. Right? <laughs> Ghost Dad. Yeah, it is kind of... It has horror elements, the fucking famous word. It has horror elements. It's got to go on my list. That That's how it would be. If, if Ghost Dad came out nowadays, people would put that on their fucking end of year list. It's oh, wow. the title. <laughs> horror elements in real life horror. That's the other one. Well, it's real life horror. So oh, that's, I, I use that for werewolf, but it's true. Well, the thing, I'm going to use the Janie Salmon's retort to real life horror. Gonna, and horrific things happen because she says it all the time because I've been on the other uh, opposite end of the fence when I told her something was horror and she said well just because it's this doesn't make it horror I went, well, and, and she would always say she goes well horrible things happen in Schindler's List too that's real life horror is that a horror movie and I can't there is no comeback for it she's right see I can admit when somebody says something to me my mind can be changed on certain situations and I'm like well you know what in certain cases like that you're right if it's just real life horror doesn't mean I should and I'm not knocking anyone that does it. I'm just saying that I had a change of heart because someone made a point, and I don't have a problem changing my mind. I'm like, Dave, you know what? I totally agree with you, but I would never admit I'm wrong to Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stand your ground there, son. Stand right? your ground, son. Stand your ground. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> How about this guy? Who is about... this? Yeah, dude. That I thought it was me, too. Right? <laughs> you thought it was you, too? Uh-huh. <laughs> Because okay. he moves in mysterious ways. <laughs> See? He's got some voice. 
I thought it was you too. We always, we always, we always praise Dave, but B's, I'm the only nah, one that Dave, gets Dave's sick. got the singing voice. Aww. I didn't get, I didn't get the musicality in my family. I don't know. I'm gonna go to the patrons thing quick and see if I can find this one question. Basically, it was about an age. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I love this. And I, it says Eric James asked, if you could go back to a time in your life for just one day, when would you go back to? Age or year, and what would you do? Of the course, day, you guys know the me. The day before he asked this question. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't answer. Don't, don't even, don't even no, dare I, I write on our page. I remember that question. <laughs> the day before you asked this horrible question. No, I remember that seeing that question. That is a good question. I came up with an exact date for a certain reason and everything, and I'll do it next show because we only have so much time here, but that's a question I loved. Honestly, I enjoy the questions that are not about horror than, than just someone says, that, you know, like, this is a tough question for me. Top five Korean horror movies, best adaptation and worst adaptation. Those two oh, yeah. are difficult. Those are hard. But when yeah. someone asks about things that are non-horror or things about our personal life and our experiences, those are, are more fun and easy, I think. To answer, where you can if say, okay. I said September 11th to save the commute to school that day, would that be bad? <laughs> I drove all the way to 45 minutes to, to college that day <laughs> for no reason. Too soon. Too <laughs> yeah. soon. Too soon. <laughs> 20 years later. That always is. Yeah. Or Jason Smith asks, what, "What's your favorite romantic couples in horror?" Jason it would Smith take me... the dumbest fucking question. <laughs> <laughs> it would take me an hour to come up with that answer. Yeah. Because off How the top does he of have 10,000 head... subs? <laughs> I, don't think he ha- I don't think he has subscribers. I think he has like 10,000 sandwiches, like actual subs. Look <laughs> <laughs> okay. how many tuna subs. Yeah, guys. <laughs> we got a Jimmy John's. We got a Quiznos. We got a Subway. We got them all. 10,000 subs. <laughs> Mr. Hoagie. Hulk I, love Hoagie. The, I love the Hulk name Hoagie. Hoagie for a brother. I don't think we call them Hoagies in Canada. So if I, whenever I can get the word Hoagie out, I'll say it. How about a hero? How about what? a hero? Everybody call it a hero? A hero yeah, sandwich? Heroes, Hoagies. I don't call them that. It's a fucking sub. Yeah, it's a sub. Called subs. They call it grinder, too. I've heard that, too, a grinder. That's ridiculous. I met a guy on Grinder and we went out for Grinders. <laughs> His sub was bigger than mine. I only wanted an eight inch. His sub really penetrated my black hole bung. <laughs> my blocked hole bung. Yeah, thank you. Blocked hole. I got to have to break the linear notes for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> the liner notes, whatever. The fucking, the, the lyrics. Yeah, I was going to say, did he say linear notes? <laughs> yeah, linear, linear notes. Linear notes. <laughs> the lyrics, you know, when they're handwritten on a piece of paper to make it look like you just came up with it and then they took a picture of it and put it in the, like, the, the, the CD booklet or whatever. <laughs> Pearl Jam was notorious for that. Oh, yeah. I just came up with this and yeah. it was like, written, it made it look like they just took their line paper and took a photograph of it and that those were the lyrics that we get to read. I go, can't you type it out, you prick? <laughs> you know what we could do for, for your song, for Blocked Hole Bung? We could put out like a 45, right? And put out a record and, and, and wrap it and, and, with, and you can write the lyrics on toilet paper. There it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. It should have been our Green extra Day's Dookie album. Dookie. <laughs> Dookie. Dookie's a funny word. Yeah. Dookie. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like hoagie. I knew you were gonna, that's what I was thinking. That, 
that might be the the most cringeworthy worst scene in any movie I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> doesn't it just like what as an scene? actor? What, I mean, I know this guy is just like an talking? extra who's in it for like two seconds, but like, would you ever take this? Where what's this? <laughs> like, it's the worst. That's the yeah. scene we're waiting for you in our movie. You just come on the screen and you go, <laughs> Yeah, be credited. <laughs> uh, no, I come on and I say, Spooky! <laughs> <laughs> and then you get shot in the head. It's and a very quick hit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then I get shot in the head. Dude. All right, so that was Inferno. <laughs> Did you hear is that he, noise? Is he playing Tetris? What's going on? Yeah. Was, I got a text and it had to do with the bills, I think, because I pressed the button and it's noise at me. Hold on, what the hell is it? The game was canceled today. That's what it was. No, no, no. Well, I don't know. Carlos was gaming from his couch. Oh, it's a commercial. Get out of here. It's like YouTube thing. That was the ad. Fuck Carlos. <laughs> Fuck Carlos. <laughs> okay. What about Inferno? Let's get into it. All right. Let's get into it. Dario Argento's Inferno from 1980. An American college student in Rome and his sister in New York investigate a series of killings in both locations where their resident addresses are the domain of two covens of witches. Witch, 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 witch. Yeah. I'll tell you well, what. This... What's really good about this is what is that you really get into all the mythology that was only touched upon for freaking two minutes in, in, in Suspiria. This movie takes all of that mythology and more than lays it out for you. Yeah, along you know, and it, it keeps some of the visuals, a lot of the good set design, which is great from Suspiria, same type of thing. Uh, you know, plays around with the colors, not to the extreme of, of Suspiria, but you know, I've always liked it, but always said when people complain about our general and say his movies don't make sense, I always would cite this as the only one that I can't make sense of. I go, ask uh-huh. me the plot of any other art general movie, or give me a question, I'll have the answer. Inferno is like a fever dream to me, but. I figured it out this time, except for an obvious question. I understand everything that else that's going on, and I know why I got confused. Because the first two girls, when the first girl goes for her swim, and then we see the second girl <laughs> later mm-hmm, do yeah. her thing and go into that place, I thought that was the same girl because she has wet hair. And I'm like, how come she's here and now she's here, and why is she doing this when this just happened? That's why it's two different girls. Yes. That's why I got confused. I thought it was the same girl, and that always threw me off. And last night, I got it completely. Yeah, well, Rose, Ro- we got Rose Elliott, who's in New York, and then we got her brother, Mark, who's a music student in Rome, and his friend, Sarah, is the one who's doing the investigating there. And I like the fact that they introduced main characters here, mainly Rose and Sarah, only to off them off. Yes, it's like a trilogy. Off- off, off them off. off. off yeah. them off. I'm glad Can't I'm not the off. only one off my off today. The, it, but I'll, I'll clear that all up in the linear notes. <laughs> the, it's like uh, a trilogy. Kill them all. Get it through one person's eyes, right? Yeah. And then at the end, we get a final boy. We get three characters. One, it's like it's almost like a trilogy. These are three things that happen here with these three characters. It's very interesting in that respect. It's like yeah. Suspiria. And, it's weird. It, it expands on the mythology, like you guys said, but it feels like Suspiria light. And I do like the opening as well. Right. Uh, uh, 
it, there's some great lighting and great set design, as you could say. I, I do question the like this woman goes into this really awkward looking place. I know she's investigating, but then she decides to jump into a hole of water into the to to retrieve something. It just is very bizarre keys. behavior. Her keys, and I love it because it's so it's so dreamlike and so labyrinth like. It's it's, yeah. it's just, everything's like a huge labyrinth, and that's what I love that it. It kind of the set pieces I think are are just as beautiful in this one. Everything looks great to me. You do, and yes. it almost doesn't make sense. You go under and there's the house and there's this and all that. And I like the fact that um, I I wish it had gone maybe back and forth between the two, and both both witches together because we don't really get into into the mother of tears in this one. We see her, and she's played by the actress who who's in Tenebrae and in a bunch of other Argento films and. Oh, she's, she's so hot. She's so amazing. fucking gorgeous. Oh, isn't she? Wow. And and I'm saying to myself, why why is this girl bringing a cat to class? And then I'm like, she could do whatever the fuck she wants. She's a familiar. That's her familiar. She's a <laughs> witch. You know? And she's barely even there. Like, I think only he sees her. And then he flashes back to her and she's gone. Then he looks up and she's at the top of the thing. Uh, you know? Uh, so it's yeah. weird the way she even moves. And then he sees her there. driving by in the cab. Like, yes. Like, at the crime scene after he finds Sarah dead. Man, it's too bad they made Mother of Tears twenty years too late. They totally should have. He totally should have made it in fucking nineteen eighty-seven. You know what I mean? He did offer. They did offer the role to her even in two thousand seven. Oh, did they really? Yeah, but she turned it down. Well, she's no probably nowhere near as sexy, and she's supposed to be the most attractive of them all. You know, you're not gonna have someone that's fucking fifty. Well, <laughs> you also decided not to follow I, the, I understand why the visual look. It down, it's too bad, honestly. If you would have made this movie in '87, the third one, who knows what we'd be talking about? It, it, it's really sad, honestly. That, and I don't dislike Mother of Tears, but it's nothing like Suspiria and Inferno. Let's, yeah. and I agree. See, it it is Suspiria light. That is the perfect perfect term for it. Doesn't mean I don't still think. I, I still really enjoy the movie. Don't get me wrong, but it's definitely... And I told my wife she's never seen it, and she likes Argento. And I said, I'm going to watch this movie. I'm going to watch Inferno after Suspiria. Would you like to watch it? I said, it's the follow-up to Suspiria. She goes, really? So so she actually watched it with me. And she and she was pointing things out. Oh, that looks like the, the, the thing in Suspiria. That kind of looks like Suspiria. And I was like, oh, I was proud of her. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, that's cool. And you're right. I go, this is done with intent. And but it's good. Like, it's good. I just feel like there's a little bit more of a lag. Whereas it's funny in Suspiria, I don't feel that lag, and the movie's not much different right. running time. Maybe a five minute difference or whatever, but it just it just feels like it, it just hovers in the middle, and there's really no no climax really either. So those those are why I felt it a bit. Oh, my dog doesn't agree with me at all. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. See. I love, I love it. I love, I love all the explanation background. This Varelli guy who built the the houses for the three mothers. He was an alchemist and all that. And and I really love the, the idea of like the smells and everything in the in the air around the, the witches' locations, and and all the in, investigation type stuff that these characters do. Because I I just think that visually it's sort of like how Susie is walking around. You know the the academy so much. You're just kind of just taking in the sights. Yep. Like that lot, the library, awesome. When she goes to the library, well, I, get the book and she winds up in some in some some room with cauldrons and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't doesn't totally make sense what the hell's going on, but it's cool and it's visually like stunning to look at. 
visually stunning. There's a there's not quite enough cat death in it for my liking. So, I thought I'd like a little oh. bit more cat death. <laughs> I knew Dave. This would be a touchy situation for Dave. Those yeah, talk, kittens. Talk when about a bag up... of unluckies. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. We should do our version of the, a cut of this where Dave pops up in his van. Beep, beep. I'll take over from here. And he just grabs the sack of kittens, beats the guy to death with them, and then runs off and saves them all. Sack of kittens. And then drives off a cliff and goes to the moon yeah. and says, Merry Christmas to all and to all tonight in yeah. the van. Yeah. <laughs> it's a kind of a mix mash, but that's what our movies are. But that whole scene there, again, there's some okay kills in this. But they're, I, I don't like them as much as some of his other movies. And, and they just seem a little forced. Those The, the rats feasting on that guy. Uh, I don't know. Very it doesn't have the same... Sorry? They're eating me alive! Yeah. I love yeah. how the, the, the food vendor comes running to help. The hot dog guy. <laughs> he fucking puts a knife right in. Oh, that is the weirdest thing. Why is he... For, I thought maybe they're using the rats to make the hot dogs. Because like, there's this hot dog vendor in the middle of nowhere. Prepping the night. And then you think he's coming to his rescue. And then he just jabs a knife into the guy's neck like you just said. It's fucking ludicrous. It's awesome. Yeah. It's all... It, it's, it's witch. It's freaking... It's 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 seeing the witch's influence done differently. It's all and this one also. See, this is what it is about about this movie. It's very Italian and and very Argento in all these ways where you actually have the I don't know who that is. Ludicrous. Uh, that's ludicrous. Oh, he said ludicrous. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking <laughs> I don't about know who that is. <laughs> awesome. Um, I thought it was an actor in the movie for a second. I'm like, what's this? Yeah, um, <laughs> ludicrous was in uh, Inferno. <laughs> He was one of the cats. Get all these fucking rats out of my way. (laughs) No, this is like Jalo-like, this movie, where Suspiria wasn't. The way the killers look, the gloves, the the way the killers are done. It's like watching a regular Jalo with... People say Suspiria is like watching a Jalo with supernatural influence. I disagree. I think it's a supernatural film with a couple things that are a little reminiscent of Jalo. This, to me, is that description. It's like a, you know... it's like a Jalo super supernatural because yeah. it's supernatural, mm-hmm. but the kills and the way things are set up, it's like the witches have this power to set off whoever they want and turn them into these Jalo like killers. Exactly. I, I like that. Exactly. I like that too. Yeah. That that was my explanation for the hot dog vendor too, because everyone's just yeah. like, Why is this some random guy? It's like, yeah, it's like the, the witches control, they you know, using them as vessels. Because yeah, clearly it was you. Yeah. Suspiria? When that guy comes through the freaking thing, and by the way, they show the same eyes that look like cat's eyes in yeah. Suspiria and in this, and it's a nice little touch. But it's like that could be anything. That 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 could be a witch. And then Drew Barrymore showed up, and there were tons of cat's eyes. <laughs> and that little guy comes around with a knife. Walk a Walk a No, but I I love I like the kill. I like when she invites the guy to say because she's so scared. Sarah in uh, in Rome, she's like, I'm too scared. Will you come up and stay in my apartment? Just like the stranger, that Carlo guy. <laughs> and she's like, have you ever heard of the three sisters? He's like, you mean those three black singers? <laughs> I love that. Yep. <laughs> you can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> that's hysterical, man. <laughs> but that's that's a giallo kill. She goes, she, you know, she doesn't hear him. She it. goes, and the, you know, the knife is through the neck, and then she gets, yep. you know... You know, cut up and stabbed and all that. 
<laughs> this one seems to leave my my like my memory banks the second after I watched. I watched this almost two times through because I didn't get through the second time again because I wanted to watch Suspiria again this morning. So I didn't get a chance to to finish it again. I started it and watched about half of it again last night. But as we're talking about it, I remember everything that we're talking about. But if I was to go through every sequence of the film, I, I there's memory lapses I have. And I just watched this thing. I don't know why. It doesn't have the same, like, impact that Suspiria has. Or, it's or weird. I, well, it, it's not going to have the same impact that Suspiria no. has. Suspiria, like, I'll, I'll say it now because I it used to not be in my top five Argentos. It's, it's certainly in there now because certain films have dropped out. I'll just tell you, a film that dropped out for me was Bird with the Crystal Plumage. Wow, because I recently I like that one. It. Man, I, I used to love it. But stirring there's you. A big, there's a big cheat in it, though. There's a big cheat in it that I just so, can't. That's another show. We'll do another. Yeah, show. that I just I, can't I get over now. There's a big cheat in it, but uh, but this one, I, I, I this one's starting to really grow on me. Me well, too. It took the thing is, I, but I, I listen. See, I get it, and it took me time. And like I said, I used to not understand it, and now I understand everything. So, but I. My rating hasn't changed. It's the same rating I gave on 22 shots. It's going to be the same. But I somehow I kept it at the same rating, but I appreciate it even more without. <laughs> no, it's true. You can do that. Something. Can... Oh, no, no. I'm just laughing about a, a note I took. Because when Mark, after, after you know, Sarah's killed and Mark and everything, then he, you know, he gets the letter and he goes to, to see his sister in New York, right? So he goes there and, you know, they cut to show Rose in New York. And, and her chase scene, and that's a, a brutal death because they're using that dull blade, the guillotine, oh, and the keychain, yeah. and that's awesome. Yes. But then Mark arrives. He First thing he does is he meets that prof- the Professor Arnold guy and the nurse. And uh, But when he goes upstairs, he hears what uh, is Elise's character, Daria's character, saying hello from outside from in one of those pipes and can't figure out how it's happening. But I swear to God, she sounds exactly <laughs> like... Uh, Hello. <laughs> that's what that's what I heard. Oh my god! You gotta go back and listen to it again because he's like, it's like, hello. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, hello. The funny thing is, she's not even saying hello. She's saying she's calling out the person's name. The, the, the girl's what's her sister's name? Sarah or not, Rose, what the fuck? Rose. Rose. She's saying Rose. She's saying Rose. Yeah, but it sounds that's like, why. Hello. I know. It, <laughs> well, it's funny because I thought she was saying hello, and then when I watched it with the subtitles last night, she's saying Rose. And you know how sometimes when you see something spelled out and then hear it, you can hear what they're saying. Like, oh yeah, she actually is saying Rose. So that I could cut. I now I can see because Rose sounds more like. Oh, wait, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I was gonna say Rose sounds more like hello than hello does. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I don't know, but that particular hello, I'm saying. I don't know. Rose, hello. I don't know. Rose. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Did you guys see that in in the beginning when she goes to the bookstore to see whatever his name is, Kazarian or whatever, whatever, I forget his name. She goes to the bookstore, Kazarian, and the guy pulls the... uh, the thing on on his front door closed, and you just see his shadow. Did you guys see that? It's it, it was kind of like a Alfred Hitchcock shadow, the way it looked. A silhouette, like, like, you know, like the 
Yes, you know, you know the Alfred Hitchcock. Side silhouette. Yeah, no, I didn't notice it actually. Now that my wife noticed it of all people, she always does, and she goes, "I don't know if it's true." And I said, "Well, I go, he loves Hitchcock." I go, "So I wouldn't doubt it." But that's what I love about watching movies with her. She always points out these things that I don't see, and then she started talking about the full moon. She goes, "You know that it was a full moon when we saw this girl get killed, and now we're in Italy, and there's a full moon that night too." I'm like, "You're right." Then later on, they start talking about the eclipse coming. I'm like, yeah. "Wow, there's something to the moon in this movie that," and she spotted it like right away. I was like, "Damn." Yeah. How about how about when we already passed it? But how about when the when the other girl, when Sarah's goes into the library at first, huge, huge library, it looks like a castle. And she goes out to the library and she's like, I'm looking for a book called The Three Mothers. And it's literally, oh, that should be right there. It's like, yeah. right get the fuck out of here. That happens to me all the time. It's right in front of my face and I don't see it. I'm looking for, oh, look, it's right behind you, asshole. Oh, oh shit, thanks. You know? <laughs> when does Mark actually arrive in New York? In my memory, it feels like it's at the hour mark. <laughs> well, it's but after, I could probably, be wrong. After probably, Sarah's yeah. killed and he gets the... The letter that was that he finds that she had yeah. taken that he left in class and puts it together that uh, that Rose was talking about something. Then he tries reaching out to her and he can't find her, so he goes to see her. Yeah, it sounds about right. See, it does take a while for him to get there. Then he goes oh. and he's he's nesting the investigation. He's looking for her. He can't find her, and on we go. Okay, so okay, here's my question. I'm just gonna get right out to it. What in the be? Why in the beginning she's reading the book and she's writing and she writes a letter to her brother. Why does she want to know about the three keys? What is her fascination with them? And here's my confusion. It already says that, um, you know, Marcos is in one place. Oh, geez. What are their real names? I I can't remember. I, I, I can tell you Mother of Tears and, I, and Mother of Sighs and Mother of Darkness. And I can tell you, you know, Mater Suspiriorum and uh, Mater, um, what's the name? Lacromium. I always fucked up that name up. And then, either way, I can tell you those things, but I don't know the the real person's name. But they straight up say when she reads the book from the architect slash alchemist that in New York, that is where this mother resided, and he built the stuff for her. And this is her place. So if she already knows that, why does she have to go hunt for the key to see whose house it really is when she should already know that information? You get what I'm saying? Why does yeah. she search for the three keys? Is my question. Well, why doesn't she check her foot or her shoes first? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for literally key three. The soles. <laughs> key, key three is on the soles of your feet. Well, That's it's, where no, key it's, three is. She's looking for the, the actual <laughs> I, location. I, I'm just she's looking for the actual location lair. of what? Of the, of the witch's lair. Oh, so she just wants to find the lair. You'll yeah. Find her. Okay. Fine. Question answered. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, th I, I was just always, because you see in the book she's reading, they show the picture of the place she lives at. Yeah. So she knows that this is the place. Yeah. So I'm like, and she already has her first clue in the knowledge of it, what's in that book. So I never understood why she had to dig deeper to get all three keys. Yeah. And the second key knew. is in the cellar. That's why she goes into the cellar, you know, looking around. She sees, uh, you know, part of dirty, some dirty what water. Must be the mother, part of what must be the mother's house all underwater and then the third key at the souls is what mark uncovers at the end you know when he finds the ants crawling up through the floor and he goes through the hole right. and again very uh, you know big labyrinth like very much like Susperia. also mark is very much like susie he becomes weak and passes out because he's very susceptible to 
to Mother uh, Tenebrium. Right. Yeah. Tenebrium! Yeah. <laughs> but again, it's very anticlimactic. Compared, like... Uh, to me, it's the same ending as... Uh, it's quick. Yeah. It's the same ending as uh, Suspiria. I know, yeah, I'm not quick. saying... Yeah, it's very quick. There's a he showdown. I, I like the fact that the reveal is sort of Mother Tenebrium sort of turns into death personified. It looks maybe goofy now, but I kind of like it still. But I still like it. I still but, like it. Yeah, you think that the, the, the building falling down will be enough to destroy this powerful witch? It just feels weird to me, but I, I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, again, I don't hate the movie by any means. I'm just Look, all, all the witches just stay in their lair and burn to death in Suspiria. I mean, granted, they're rendered powerless once she kills the head of Marcos, but... Mm -hmm. Okay. That's the connection. They always die by fire. That's yeah. what Imelda Marcos supposedly died in 1905, 10 years after establishing at the Dance Academy, but in fire. Now, this one, it's, the title is Inferno. The The whole fire thing is prevalent the whole time. And once again, it's it's death by fire at the end. Maybe it's just that's what does him in. Although, yeah. hard to say because Mother... Suspiriorum got freaking killed by fire the first time, but really didn't die. She came back a different way and had to be stabbed, you know, at the, at the end of Suspiria. But I think she becomes an immortal figure by that point. But then again, this woman looks immortal too. She says that she's death personified or something, you yeah. know, when she steps out of the mirror. So again, it's a little loose. I hear you. It's it, it's still fever dreamish. Even that that swim, which doesn't make the most sense in the world, but is. It's so well done and so cool. And for me, you guys I make a joke. I, yeah. No, I know. It's, it's a, uh, no, but we didn't talk about the swim in Suspiria no. either, which is such a cool scene. The swim, you said? Yeah, in Suspiria. When Sarah and Susie swim together. Oh, in the pool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. True. But in this <laughs> Where one, else do you the, swim? <laughs> when, uh, well, this, this girl one, wasn't the... in a pool. She was swimming. She was swimming. No, I know. But... a hole in the floor. But when she pops out and the water gets a little ripply, we at least get a little nipply. Like, it... it that part was good. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, and that was, was It was crazy though. Like I mean, I'll I'll joke it aside. I mean, I sent you the picture of it going perfect time for a swim. I understand she's right. looking for it something. Silly. I mean, I get it. And, and the the dead bodies popping up are pretty scary. Um, this oh, soundtrack, I will admittedly say, the soundtrack is not as effective. The soundtrack's a little bit more discordant. Mm -hmm. Seems a little wonky for the action happening on the screen a lot of times comparatively to Suspiria, which is haunting and dreamlike. This one is, there's this one, wasn't it kind of jazzy or acid jazzy as like pretty horrific chasing was happening and it just seemed not to fit the action successfully. Yep. He does that sometimes, but I wish he didn't do it here. I wish that this, this score would have been done by Goblin and it would have been more reminiscent. Even though I do love the the climax and that song that, you know, I love that song, but I that was mean... That sung by Canadians, he, by the way. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Definitely something... A Kid European Canadians. Flavor. Kid Canadians. From Oshawa. <laughs> they only sing it... Yeah, on Oshawa. On Black Christmas, they only sing it. <laughs> oh, shit. I do like that, but Keith Emerson does a good job. But I'm I'm with you. See, it doesn't necessarily fit. I I wish he he. Had, I don't know what Goblin was doing that they couldn't be commissioned for this film. But it's unfortunate because everything else was just like Suspiria. So why not continue? But 
I hear you. That's one of the things That's it lacks. It one of my, it, huh? I, I think that would have elevated it to a change in the mm-hmm. soundtrack. I Admittedly, I, I just think something a little bit more traditional or, or, or more in the style of Suspiria would have boosted this possibly up a full mark for me again. No, that's fair. I, I, I completely get what you're saying. I, I really do. This is more of an art piece in that respect, like I said, where it's in your dream mission and everything else. And it's just these are weird things that happen. And I don't know. And again, he wasn't even in the best health when he made it. That's why Baba came in and, and, and filmed the uh, that scene, the underwater scene. And I guess, did he have um, hepatitis? Oh, no. oh, no. Not attacked, even. When they attacked Arya, there's like a thousand of them jumping That up. was great, though. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like uh, from Sleepwalkers. <laughs> the way they were jumping. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more like Sleepwalkers than uh, Let the Right One In. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I lo- I like the elements of Giallo in this one. Like you said, I like the fact that there's actual gloved killers here. So you're yeah. not assuming the witches themselves are doing it. That there's just random uh, sort of vessels, humans yes. running around actually performing the killings. And, and although although Pawns. we said it was bad, or I said it was bad shit crazy, it is good when the, the hot dog guy comes from that standpoint. I like <laughs> that premise, and it could be. I'm trying to think if that could be reused in a different movie, almost. Like, I love that. They did. Premise. They it reused just, it in uh, in in Friday Four. Instead of he's eating me, he's killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the hot dog vendor. I almost They're think me alive. F- he's killing me. First thing I'm I'm just (laughs) jumping right over this joke. The first thing I thought of was in the mouth of madness when the guy just says, "You ever read Sutter Kane?" When he comes and attacks the guy out of the blue, just walks up like like that type of thing. I like the idea of the power it has, and and it just has this hot dog vendor guy that you think is going to go save him, plunge a fucking butcher knife right into his neck. Doesn't even decapitate him. Like ha, it's just like the halfway point. (laughs) Maybe he just wants to say, "Shut the fuck up! You're hurting my business." Yeah. Trying to sell some dirty water dogs over here. <laughs> dirty water rat dogs. <laughs> Love that dirty water. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's by no means like it, it's it's definitely interesting. I I could understand why it's been overlooked, but I think it definitely needs to be reseen and, and rediscovered, uh, not just by Argento fans, but by horror fans. I I, I think if you do watch it back to back, which I think we all tried to do. They do work, but then comparisons, direct comparisons are made, and that's where you get Suspiria Light, I think. Yeah, and that's why you got to stop after Inferno and not watch Mother of Tears until another day, because then it's fucking completely... Well, he didn't even... Yeah, he went totally different style. He didn't even try to keep the no. the, the, the style he set up, which is a shame. Uh, that it is a been... shame, because I still like the movie. I still get the movie like a six and a half. I, I, I believe it. I like it more than other people like it even, but... All he would have had to do was take some more time and, you know, incorporate those elements like he did the first two, and it could have been another classic. But what are you gonna do? It is what it is, you know. But one and two, I'm glad we did it. I'm glad that you thought about Inferno coming to, you know, bringing Inferno to the because this was your idea. This was the one you yeah, wanted to. Bring I wanted up, to see know? it again because it was. I I feel yeah. like, I feel like it's one of my least watched Argentos. So you need the to ones watch. that I, I I've still there's. A, there's still a couple I still have to see. So four flies, four, four flies four on flies. gray velvet. I have not seen that. 
Oh, I love it. Well, it's four, so... fly, four Flies really needs a, a nice physical release. I know it has some releases, but it needs, like, the arrow treatment or something like that. Yes, it and, does. and Inferno needs, uh, like, it has releases. Like, I think it has a Blue Underground Blu-ray. But in, uh, That's what well, I have. But th- this also Looks needs... Good. Yeah, but this also needs, like, you know, the Ultimate Edition. You know how, like, Arrow put out Deep Red, right. Sinesse put out Suspiria, Arrow put out Phenomena, Cat, you know, um, Cat and Nine Tails... Like, all of them seem to have, like, huge additions. Those two can use one. Yeah, that's frustrating that some movies just come out on Blu-ray and, and, and these other ones, even even though they're already out, but they don't have the the definitive collector's edition. I, I think Cat of Nine Tails will eventually get it, just because... It does. Cat has it. I have it. Not, uh, not Cat, I mean Four Flies, sorry. Yeah, because they have the other two. They, they have Bird and they have Cat, and I have them, the Arrows. Yeah. But they don't that have Four Flies. They don't I don't that. get it. Yep. Maybe they're doing it in order. Maybe Four Flies is eventually. Four Flies, I guess, out. is the only one I haven't seen. I saw it's it once, but I don't. I don't remember. Yeah. I love it. It's it's definitely underappreciated, I think, and underseen. You don't hear a lot about it. And, and the classic, the one that everybody comments on, Deep Red, I've seen twice, and unfortunately, the second time was that definitive version, which I think is horrible, oh, where it cuts yes, between it the is. Italian and the subtitle. Yep. And I was just like, I'm like, what am I missing here? Why do people love this so much? The, minute, Something... the middle version for that one, they have the Hatchet Murders one, which is like 80 minutes. Short. And you got the, then right. you got the really long one. Then you have the one perfect in the middle. That's like an hour and 45. Yep. That's okay. the one. That's the perfect. It, it, that was our general's vision. That was the fucking one that was put right. out. The other ones have, are extended and the other ones cut. So always go with that one. And I always tell when, when it comes to our general, don't go with the other cuts. It's true with, in all of his movies. The ones that he ends up getting put out internationally are, are, are the ones and they're always the best. So yeah. other people disagree, but that, that that's the way I feel. I'm with you. See the Profondo Russell cut freaking it, 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 it got slow and yeah. But anyway, that's something that's about it. But I, again, I, that one I'll <laughs> revisit. Probably the only other one that I've seen. Uh, I've seen that twice. Inferno. I think this was my second and almost third time. I might end up finishing it off again just to 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 say I've officially watched it three times. But uh, uh, the second watch really upped my enjoyment of that first half. Anyway, so I was like, okay, maybe I was just being a little too hard on it with that back to back comparison. Uh, but it's not a high mark. But it, it, it's a good movie. I think it's a good movie. I don't think it's great. I think it's really good. I think what Mark's whole into, you know, the hole and, and just searching the way he's crawling underneath and opening up different areas and stuff and, and eventually finding um, Professor Arnold, who turns out to be Varelli, and that whole scene with him, I think is it's a little comical now when a guy <laughs> he's jumps himself <laughs> on his own fucking thing. <laughs> But uh, I, I like that because he's, he's he thinks he's the bad guy and he's the one he's got to confront. He thinks he did something to his sister, and then he's like, "I'm you know I'm just a slave. I'm not the master. Someone else is watching you." And then he goes in and meets the mother. Yeah, because she was the nurse. Right? Uh, just like, and there, yeah. I mean, I didn't Which write down cool. the, I didn't write down the lines, but when he first meets the nurse in the elevator, the the what the thing she says to him like. She's not. She's nutty. It's hilarious, but I can't. I don't remember any of it. But I remember thinking, I, like, she, she's like misinterpreting everything he's saying. Yeah, it is weird. You're when right. when she says he's a music student and she thinks it's something else. Yeah, musicology. She thinks that he's talking about being a doctor. 
or some other college psychology. Yeah, yes, yeah. Then she exactly. says something about poetry being a woman's profession or something like that. <laughs> yeah, like, very. But your daughter, crazy. your 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 sister had a weird profession too. He goes into it. Oh, well, there's nothing weird about it. She's a poet. And then she goes, Oh, yeah. And then she says something like, Truly, uh, 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 you know, a profession designed for females or something. Oh, poetry pay, pays well, though, because Rose had a stunning apartment, also. Indeed. <laughs> Even nice. Indubitably. Yeah. And again, I don't want to, I don't want to rush it, but I am, I am getting, I'm short on time today. I've got to get moving soon. Again. I'll do. I'll be a little leaning, more leaning on it because I was enjoying it more the second, the second time through. I was watching. It, I was. I was going to come in at a seven. I'm going to do a seven point five because I do yeah, think it's it, it's a good movie. Yeah, huh. what's well, a good movie? It, yeah, that's yeah. a good range. I for actually think he's going to be lower than that. I really no, do. No, 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 yeah, I, I'm glad he's not. Yeah. I thought you were going to be like yeah. six point five, but seven point five is good. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to go eight. <laughs> Me too. I'm also an eight. I've been an eight for a long time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So, so yeah, it's like I, again, saying there's a drop off, I guess, is, is difficult because you're talking about a movie that you I think we all put kind of up on a pedestal. It's like, like it's very difficult to keep up that momentum. And uh, like, yeah, this is the Argento... first time I've this is the first time I've given Suspiria a 10. Granted, it's it's one like I said, I hadn't seen as many times as a lot of people have. I mean, I still. I still think Deep Red, and I mean, my favorite is personally Tenebrae. Yeah, well, always, that's, 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 like, that's my film. That's Opera, Tenebrae, and Suspiria. Uh, all yeah. three of those, I just... I, I just yeah, Opera, the Opera, Tenebrae, Suspiria, Deep Red. I could give all four of those, you know, nine and a half tens if you would. But I also like Phenomena. That would really... I, that one stuck with me, again, when we talked about when it was called Creepers back in the day. And I was always, like, kind of intrigued by it because I was scared and I love it I love the like I love that movie too and it's so weird yeah it's so weird I'll tell you what film. I'll give you my top 10 really quick of his movies 10 is Sleepless 9 is Phenomena 8 is Inferno 7 is Cat 6 is Bird 5 is Tenebrae 4 is Four Flies 3 is Opera 2 is Deep Red 1 is Suspiria that's where I go Interesting. I haven't done a top ten. Uh, next show, I'll I'll prepare, or, or at least yeah, a top yeah, I'll nine. Yeah, i too. Maybe <laughs> nice. I can watch four flies before then. Yeah, so maybe for, that maybe that maybe that is it. I, I hope I'm not so overselling long. it for you, but I, no, I, I've I seen don't. it before. It's been so <laughs> okay. long. It's just been so okay. long. I once bought it off a line, a DVD copy, thinking it was a legit DVD copy, and it was just a burned copy that was atrocious. I actually still think I own it. I kept it because like the the this art was cool, but it, right it looks awful. All right. Well, well. we got to be out. I guess next show, there's a good chance we're going to do two new movies. So two yeah, new movies. Sounds good. There probably me. won't even be a vote. We already know about the one and, and whatever. So we'll see. Whatever happens, happens. Hope you guys enjoy this show. And, uh, you know, manchichi, manchichi. Manchichi. <laughs> I was going to say it. <laughs> We love you a long time. Go Bills. Take care.